0: fullback belly. Three tight ends, including Haydner. Kuhn is the fullback with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Final try
1: it's ready. for the touchdown. Back. What a perfect second ever
0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to Fantasy Pullback Dive brought to you by the good people at the Rotor Street Journal, paving your way and acting as your lead blocker to fantasy excellence championships, which are right around the corner right now. Uh, you know, we're, we're pumped. I'm pumped. Uh, my co host is pumped. I'm your host, Nat the Truth Jones, with me as always, the Wolf of Rotor Street himself. And we are doing an auction spectacular. We've been talking about this for like, I don't know, four years maybe. So, you know, it, Right on time, and you know we're, we're going to dive deep into this Difficult stuff.
1: Pace. Right, I got
0: my auction uh, coming up Sunday. The Wolves is maybe a week after that. Yeah, but we want to get prime and
1: ready to go. How you doing, man? I can't wait. It is that time of the year, and it's always a little bittersweet because right now means I'm about to head back to school, and like that's always you know summer life is the best life when you're doing all this good stuff full time. But it also means real football is about a week or two away. Drafts are here. So it's that bittersweet of like my favorite thing in the world, football and drafting is back and in full swing. And, uh, of course, the the beauty of the summer freedom sadly goes away. But, man, it is the best time of year. And I can't wait. And I can't wait to chat auction. Like you said, we both have been – fully emerged in auction leagues our entire fantasy career, yet we've never done an actual super show. But I think we're both very, very good at it, like look at the teams we've drafted over the last few years. So I'm excited to impart our wisdom on the, uh, the Wolfpack here.
0: Right. So let's get right into it and let's talk about why auctions, because, you know, we've been talking a lot of best ball. A lot of people do snake drafts. I mean, I used to be a snake draft guy mostly because I didn't know any better. But now I'm full on auction. A hundred percent. And every time I would bring it up on our past podcast, you'd be like, oh, let's not talk too much about auction because we're, we're doing this. We'll do a separate auction show. So here we are. Why do we care so much about auctions? Why do we feel that it is the superior form of drafting a team?
1: Yeah, I'll list out everything that comes to mind for me. And then you just add on to anything okay. you think. And hopefully we convince you, whether it's your main league or not, get an auction in there. It is so fun. I mean, first of all, it's just fun. Like that is the number one it's reason. Every single second matters, whether you're trying to price enforce and not let someone go too cheap, whether you're trying to hammer, get your guy, you're not just making your pick and then waiting for another 12 picks to go until you're back in action. It is so much fun. There's always heat on you. But most of all, I think it really allows the cream to rise to the top. It requires more skill because you have no excuse. Every single person is available to you. It's not like I can't get Jonathan Taylor because I don't have the number one pick. Wham, wham, wham. Everybody, you could have Taylor and Cup if you want. You have the flexibility to create whatever roster you can dream up of. Of course, you now you go with you know Taylor and Cup. The rest of your team might be complete trash, but every single possibility is out there. So it, it just eliminates any excuses of draft slot and whatnot. And on that note, too, I just feel like teams are way more unique. You kind of just kind of get a feel for like a team drafted at five is gonna right, look somewhat right. like this. A team drafted at six is gonna kind of look like this. Whereas you look at your auction leagues, and the teams are just so much more unique, so different. It makes trading better in the season because there's so many different strengths and weaknesses. I just love everything about it, and I think everyone should absolutely do an auction draft.
0: You hit the nail on the head on just about all this. I really want to emphasize and reiterate how, first of all, you're just on your. It keeps you on your toes the whole time. I mean, totally. you, you have to be. You, you snooze for 90 seconds, you might miss your guy. So, I mean, that, that's a big thing. You're, you're involved the whole time. But the thing that is a real emphasis for me is that everyone is available. I hate going into snake drafts with the sixth pick or something and, just, and knowing that a couple of the guys I truly covet I have absolutely no chance of yeah. having on my team. You know, you can get anybody. Like last year, I, I was like, I'm getting CMC. I went after him. I got him. It was great for like two it weeks, work out. <laughs> but I got him. Yeah. I mean, you know, I got him exactly. And, and, you know, and then I had to recover from that with some smarter picks, you know, CMC for 75 bucks but countered that with Cooper cup for like 12. So it worked out. Okay. Oh, but hey. I mean, that's the point though. You go after your guys. It's awesome.
1: You can get anybody you want till you run out of money. Exactly. And so as we now move into some prices, uh, you know, again, hopefully the, you are just convinced somewhere, whether it's your main league or not, try out an auction draft. Again, I could not recommend it higher. Looks like some people are already know what's coming out of my mouth. That thumbs yeah. up button does help us grow, like shares, retweets, all that good stuff. Get your questions on in as well. We will hit the mailbag after the show, as we always do. And as you can see, running at the bottom, hopefully CJ's pinned it at this point, we're going to allow call Colin. So I don't know if anybody will what? step up today, but we're going to put the StreamYard link that like, you use to join in. Uh, people will start popping up at the bottom here, whether you want to use video, audio. Uh, we're hoping, you know, maybe someone will try it out tonight. Maybe not, but it would be awesome in season and, and right now to just test out this call-in feature and get people to jump in with us and chat ball uh, as well. So, if you want to be the first person ever to try it, that link will hopefully be up there for you to do it. Um,
0: all righty. But Danny yeah. Jennings, by the way, in the house. Good afternoon, I love fellas. It. Hey, Danny. If you were
1: in here earlier this week. We got the Wolfpack Legends coming on in. So I'm going to pull up here. The way we'll kind of go through this is we'll start with right at the top, prices, because that's what everything comes down to is who are you buying? What is their price? What could be the good deals? every auction stream you'll ever watch will preface it that every draft is different. One league might hammer running backs harder. One yep. league might hammer, you know, it, it's always going to be different. That's again, the, uh, what also makes auction so fun is there's every draft is living and breathing, but auctions truly every second is living and breathing. And it's absolutely amazing. Uh, so it is really? the way to do it. It looks <laughs> like we already, the, the call function is working because it looks like we got some new faces. All right, Let's just combat.
0: experiment uh, real fast
1: here. Tunes <laughs>
0: Wanted to see if it worked. Hey,
1: we got it the works. test out of the way. Get a question ready for us, Toons. I will, do. Uh, yeah, How would do. I find an auction draft? Because I don't know anybody that has one. They do public leagues. That's a great like question at the top, too, for anyone just looking to join. I know Yahoo, ESPN, both do public leagues for it. Sleeper, yeah. you could probably send out some DMs as well. Maybe we get a Rotor Street one going. We have to get like a real auction draft going, too. But, yeah, there are definitely public leagues out there. Great question. Uh, yeah. So I love that one. one for sure. That's the um,
0: first question ever. Be a Vivian. good one. Not and a moan. solid question.
1: <laughs> I, I'm impressed. We didn't just get somebody. We should like do a moan just,
0: moan just moan. a one year <laughs> roto uh, non-dynasty auction. It'd be
1: awesome. Absolutely. That would be um, so great. Anyway. Back to what we were talking about. Juice, go back on in if you have more questions later. Glad that function works. Great to see. Uh, you got to know your huge. questions. And truth, I know you had a really important preface on pricing as well that we should talk. I about.
0: do. So we looked at Yahoo and then we looked at ESPN and then we looked at fantasy pros, tried to you know, finagle them all, so they're half point PPR, two hundred dollars budget, twelve teams. You know, that pretty standard, the the stuff we like to play under. And what's really important to note is, I mean, you know your your highest guys are the highest and stuff, but the numbers attached to these guys fluctuate pretty wildly. Based on the site that you're on mm-hmm. a couple examples of that uh, Alvin Kamara right now on ESPN, $58. Uh, but if you look at fantasy pros, he's like 44. If yeah. you look at, uh, I don't know what he is on Yahoo, uh, but he's probably in the 50 range. He's probably right on that sheet somewhere that you're looking at right there. Wolf. I think he's um,
1: 44. It might even be 38 on Yahoo. Yeah. 38. Okay. <laughs> All right. So
0: just, just, he's a great example and I'll, I'll stick with him. Maybe give you a couple more examples. So 58 on one site. 44 on a site, 38 on a site. OK, regardless of where you think his actual value lies, I would I would personally think it's closer to 58 than the other ones. If you are in an if you're in a draft and somebody throws forty four dollars out like the like uh, if you're on a fantasy pros draft, if they had one and they throw out forty four dollars, people subconsciously are going to attach that arbitrary number to whatever they think he what what they're willing to bid. So you get up around 46, 47, 48, people start getting squeamish going over that, even though if you think he's worth 55, that's still a great deal. So be aware of the site you're drafting on and you got to use those prices as a measuring stick. I'm doing an ESPN auction later and that's what I've been doing all my mock auction drafts on. Um, so I think I, I think my information is pretty up to date. I'm not sure how well I articulated that. The point is like the, the prices are all over the place. Uh, you know, some guys you might think you can snag... Uh, they might be like oh 20 bucks that's cheap they might be going for 5 on another site 100%
1: so, you know yeah.
0: look for look for the deals on your on your given platform
1: exactly know your prices on the platform is the key summary because it is so wildly different and then the other preface to that or next you'll know, follow up is we have an amazing tool our, yeah. our guy Jackson I don't know if you're tuned in I know he often does tune into our streams so if you're there Jackson shout out to you some of the best content on the site comes through Jackson our trade value charts all that including as well, the auction series is a four part series on here. And part one is all about how to know what a fair price is for a player. And he has this incredible, I, I, I could use a whole hour to show you how beautiful yeah, the I know. tool is. So I'll just kind of show the fact that you can customize it to how many starters are in your league, how many players are in the league, what, you know, all that good stuff. You can even go down to like, look at your league history and say, how much do you think this guy will go based on your league history, and it will help you calculate all these different things. It's based on projections. This one, when you use the default one on the site, uses Fantasy Pro's projections because that's what we know a lot of people look at. If you do buy our draft guide, it's all done. It's going to be up. I know Derek is just finishing it up today. So can't wait. It's going to be up live, probably after the stream. He sent me an email that everything looks all good. So once I can get a check on that, I think it'll be up today. Uh, So That will have my projections, my auction values calculated in this system. It's just awesome. Um, And then you can kind of like practice making builds um, here on this tab, you know, build your team and you can do little practice runs. I have a a simpler blueprint that I'll show us today because just, you know, I would play with this again, like I said, for an hour, but definitely check out the auction series. It starts with prices, then he goes into budgeting and game plan, which is what we'll move into after we look at prices, some of our favorite ones tips and strategies it's going to the series really follows the the exact flow we're going to do here just in a whole lot more depth than we can do in about an hour or so of a show so definitely check out that tool but also even after you know your fair prices look at the site you're going to be playing on because it could vary very wildly um and, and you know You'll know exactly what he's going for in ESPN. You know the fair price is 70 bucks. He's going for 55 on ESPN, but he's going for 65 on Yahoo. Just know those things. Absolutely. It's super important. I also
0: want to reiterate how great the tool that Jack, it's funny you kept talking about. Let's talk about Jackson's tool. And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but his tool is excellent. It's, it's fantastic. I used it last year. I used really it last year. Be I'm going to use it this year. And I also just want to, you know, pump up the wolf's guide, which has actually been the content's been done for a little while. I've read it three times and I and I proofread it twice. And it's awesome. I mean, it's his best one he's done. And I mean, you guys Thank know you. you've you've taken you've you've bought this thing in the past and you've enjoyed it. This one's the best one yet. It I looks the best and the content's the best. And I'm being paid absolutely nothing to say that. I just mean <laughs> it. I'm serious about
1: that. I appreciate your bad words, too. I would agree. Uh, but man, it's it's I think everyone's gonna love it. It was a lot more work to make it more visually appealing. That was the most common feedback we got was can you make it look a little better than it has in the past and i it took an extra week of work to do that but i think it was well worth the effort um and i think you guys will think the same too so i cannot wait for you guys to get your hands on that and let me know what you think but shall right. we dive into some of these yeah, prices let's get into it better? let's talk
0: about some guys that we think are dirt cheap let's okay?
1: go what do you think position by position i, I think that might. Sure, be let's start best with quarterbacks time.
0: and yeah. i'll just read you off a couple that jumped out at me on the yahoo site Matt Ryan for a dollar, you know this is if you're punting on quarterback. I mean, you, there's a lot of quarterbacks you can get for a buck. Basically, mm. Jalen Hurts, they got him at twelve, but they say he usually goes at six. Love him at six. Love that. Um, Herbert anywhere around fifteen, you like a lot. And then there's the range, the two to five dollar range. Brady, Wilson, Prescott, Rogers, Stafford, Trey Lance, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins. You can punt on the quarterback position and still land. An extremely viable oh, yeah, fantasy God. quarterback. That's Absolutely, our point. and this this goes back to what we always talk about. There's no point in reaching. I know you Absolutely. like. I know you like Herbert. I know he's sexy. I'm not sure he's worth reaching for 15. No,
1: I know? was going to say we could even just like look at the position as a whole. As you're saying, I I would much rather, and I typically in auction drafts hammer this tier right around there where it's like Wilson, Prescott, Trey Lance. Well, he's got kind of the, the sexy buzz about him, and I love Trey Lance. But he's the type of player that might go more expensive in an auction than a boring guy like Matt Stafford, who has a little bit of an elbow concern that I think will be nothing come the season. I bet you Lance goes for like 10 bucks, and then Stafford goes for 2 That's the tier I'm looking at. I have 14 quarterbacks that I consider very, very viable QB1s going all the way down to Kirk Cousins from Josh Allen down to him. And in an auction draft, I want one to two of those guys that go in that $1 to $2 range. Max it out maybe at five. Like if Russell Wilson, yeah, it says eight here, but you can see four bucks. There's always two to three of these top 14 quarterbacks that go for a buck or three. And you can just pick two of them, play the matchups the rest of the year and budget in just about five bucks at your QB position. That's typically my approach there. You mentioned, though, I do love Herbert and I do. And if if I kind of sp- found a value at receiver or I got a running back for 10 bucks less than I expected to right. get him for something of that nature. Maybe I landed Keenan Allen and I know I want to get that Justin Herbert stack. Oh, that's a again, everything's so flexible with the knocks. That's why it's so great. Um, he's the one guy, especially in these prices, like I'm not paying 36. I'm not paying up for Josh Allen. At the no, same man, price that's no. Close to, you know, I know you was on your overpriced too. Yeah. Holmes being more than Herbert. No, thank you. Not doing that. I love Herbert as like the clear cut QB two that I think is just a tiny smidge below Josh Allen. He goes 20 something bucks cheaper that's the one quarterback I'd maybe consider paying up for, o- other than Jalen Hurts, as you mentioned. Like 12 for him would be a damn steal, especially six for him six. would be a, a ridiculous so, steal as well.
0: The mock drafts I've been doing on ESPN, he's generally going in the six to seven. Be, one time I got him for four. Um, oh. What I will say, I wanted to make one point uh, off one of the things that you said. You talked about Trey Lance. He's a sexy pick right now. He might go for 10. Stafford might go for two. Right. Another thing about an auction, and this is what makes it awesome is i would argue it really depends when they get nominated because if trey lance gets nominated relatively early in the draft you're right i think he'll go for about 10 uh Mm. if everyone blows their wad and then he goes later i'll bet he goes for two or three so i mean we're going to talk about strategy there a little bit because you know you'd probably like to get him for two if you want him so obviously you don't want to throw his name out there early and you hope nobody
1: else does either Absolutely. it will kind of work and We're gonna have a section on strategy at the end, but as these tips kind of make sense, like it just did there, right. we'll toss them in there too. That's the idea of you know tier-based drafting. If you always know my rankings, I always go by tiers. I'll pull them up right here, you know, QB tiers. And and the one I'm just referencing here, the six through twelve. Like yeah. I love all of these guys. You never want to be at the end of a tier because that's when people start to get kind of antsy and like I, I need my QB one, I better get them. Uh, But if you're right there in the middle and it's kind of ugly and people are slugging through, you know, Russ Wilson after Lamar has burned a bunch of people's wallets and Justin, you know, you got Allen going for 36 and we get into this tier and you know, someone's going to go in there for two, three bucks, be the guy that's there in the middle, scooping them up. Unless I guess at the quarterback position every now and again, there's been a few drafts where like nobody pays for cousins. And then you're in that kind of like it becomes a snake draft range and everyone's just a dollar. That can happen too, but I'd really emphasize, try to at least get one of these signal calls. It'll give you a little peace of mind. You have a nice top 12 guy locked in, and then sure, if if a car or cousins, you can sneak them in for a dollar late, all the better, but ultimately- I, I would love to lock one of these guys up for three to five bucks. That's really the sweet. Or an Aaron Rodgers, by the way. Although he's the type of guy
0: whose price is probably going to be more than it should be. Yeah, just because just he's Aaron Rodgers. But I mean, yeah. if you could slide him in for a couple bucks too, he wouldn't be a bad backup.
1: Not at all. I think that kind of covers the the quarterback pricing. Right. Do we uh, move on? Oh, is there yeah. any other quarter? I love the Matt Ryan toss out too. Again, a dollar. Those type of guys that like will go for a dollar at the end. Beautiful, nice high all floor to balance it out. Let's um, talk.
0: Let's talk running backs. All right, let me put um, the uh, you know, We're there. just going by Yahoo numbers. CMC, they have planted at 54. I can tell you that in ESPN mock drafts, he goes for around 70. I think today he went for 69. That's about as low as i He's, he's going to go for like 65. Right. He's, he's, uh, well, I'm saying at 54, yeah, I'm all over that. Even yeah. Yahoo has, he goes for an average of 61. So they're they're undershooting even their own average draft price, whatever. Anyway, 54 bucks, he's a steal, obviously. I don't think you have any chance of getting him for that. Aaron Jones, thirty-six. That's interesting to me, Absolutely. because that I have seen him go on ESPN for right in that range. I got him the other day for like thirty-eight, and I thought that was a great pickup. I don't know how you feel about that.
1: I love Aaron Jones. I love a lot of those like mid, er, you know, early to mid second round running backs that I don't think are all that much of a drop off from the the six through twelve in the first round. I really see that kind of a big continuation. So. Guys like Barkley, certainly Alvin Kamara, even more so than Jones. I love Jones. Though. I yeah. love him in that tier. So, we're, uh, you know, I keep kind of going back and forth to these tiers. There's that group of running backs. Uh, Mixon often falls in that range, too. It looks like on on Yahoo, he might not quite be that, that value. But this kind of Kamara, Barkley, Jones, I, I'm not as into Swift. But, man, you I'm, know, I, if he's going cheaper than he should, I, I'm okay with it, too. That kind I'm just
0: going to tell you that I think that you have Kamara in the wrong tier. I think he, I think he belongs in the tier above.
1: I think so too. I have him at like 13 overall. So he's, he's ranked as a first rounder pretty much. Um, So I I love those guys though. At least getting one of them, regardless of whether I paid up at receiver paid up for a a first round type of running back, every single one of my blueprints we're going to show you in a sec has at least one of those kind of 36 to $44 running back twos. I, I really like trying to get two of them. And my flex as well and sacrificing some wide receiver as we'll talk about a lot, but yes, that's my, my favorite pocket of value at running back is definitely that kind of Jones Kamara um, Barkley, like 35 to $40 range. I absolutely love it.
0: I do too. Uh, I try to hammer that two or three times.
1: I think that's, yeah. what, I'm
0: lo- that's what I'm looking for. Uh, I like mm-hmm. to have another solid back in my flex if possible. Um, I've been picking up a few times, one time, and I, I think the, I'm going to get priced out on this, but one time I got Dalvin Cook, Kamara, and then Zeke as my flex, and I was just like, obviously quite pleased with myself, <laughs> shooting a
1: rope to the moon. I, yeah, I yes. <laughs> but the one the one thing I'd caution there again, this talk of tears and and tear gaps is I, three of those guys on a in a vacuum on a blueprint we make like forty bucks if we average them out at, so like one twenty for your three top running backs. I like that a lot, but the thing is, is that's going to represent if you had like a Barkley and a Jones and then Kamara hasn't gone yet, a lot of people, that teardrop, I bet you that last person is going for 50, 55. It happens. And now they're as as expensive as what Henry or Cook would have been. And I don't, not necessarily they can't pay that off and be worth a Henry or Cook, but I often will try to sneak in, you know, which of those first round running backs was it Cook? Was it Henry? Somebody will go cheaper than they should. I bet you it will be Henry this year. A lot of people, yeah. of just unnecessary people a little down on Henry, huh? People seem very down on him. It doesn't make any sense to me. Similar to Najee, who's just going to see 300 touches. Like, I, Just find the values where they go. I, my guess is Henry's going to go a lot cheaper in a lot of drafts than he should. Um, but that's the, the caution. Trying to get three of that one tier, you're almost going to start bidding, like costing yourself a lot of money because one of those guys will get moved up. Well,
0: and and hopefully you're you're not getting those all like boom, boom, boom one at a time. Hopefully you're not having to bid on any of those guys in the first fifteen nominations, something like that. Right. And just for the record, Henry going for around sixty on the ESPN mocks I've seen.
1: Yeah, there you go. And so like as you can see, these these uh, Yahoo and we're just going Yahoo because that's the most common one. But again, know your pricing. You know, Fournette and Javante kind of stand out as overpriced. Certainly, if Barkley and Kamara are going for ten to fifteen bucks cheaper, like no. No, thank you. Uh, give me those guys all day. And then you kind of drop down to – you mentioned Zeke. I like that price at Zeke. I even like Connor a bit more. I, I think Connor is uh, – however long he's healthy, he's going to be a beast. We know that's the big if with him, and, and it's a very valid if. But for 30 bucks, I don't think his production is going to be very far off these 45 $50 guys for however long he lasts. And then you can get that nice Darrell handcuff for a dollar – later like i i really like that james connor that's kind of the cutting point where whether it's zeke whether it's connor i'd love to have three in that top tier i used to kind of lump Brees hall in there david montgomery but uh, there's just a lot of gross vibes about both of them this preseason so sure. 35 bucks for montgomery no well, uh, but that's kind of where i cut it off and say i'd love to have three running backs uh, at right around that james connor cutoff point that'd be well, my real, speaking of right
0: cutting point. off i'm gonna to have to cut you off real quick wolf just for a second yeah because because we have uh, a guest on the pod briefly um on our, hey, on our hey. streaming service introduce yourself
1: the legend <laughs> i can barely hear you i don't hear it either can you hear me yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> All right. Take it close what's up boys
0: What's going is this on? This is Denny
1: Jennings, the legend himself.
0: Yeah. yeah, Eagles. I'm rocking the Eagles slides on the pod. Nice. Oh, What's up, Denny? We
1: got no. Great to see good. you, man. Thanks for coming on. This, this will not be good for a Sunday morning. No.
0: No, this is why we're this is why we're going at one. This 5:00. is
1: why we'll be drinking them all together on a Sunday morning. I can't I, wait. I do have. I do have a question. I am in the auction. Okay. So, who are the one or two guys that you would look at at your first pick
0: you mean your first guy you want in your squad or who would you nominate first no the first guy they would want on your squad there you would probably put in like 70 75 bucks well who's your dream guy that you're willing to spend up for
1: it's definitely Jonathan Taylor if I'm spending up it's got to be the the number one overall pick I will say I don't really love that strategy this year the 20 extra bucks to get to Taylor versus like mixing and now I have 20 more to get a a much better RB 2 I'm i I'm kind of hammering, like we're talking about these running backs, Denny, that ultimate like Mixon-Kamara, like 45 to 50 each. I'd rather have that 100 than 75 for Taylor and then a 20, you know, Brees Hall, Taylor, Brees Hall, or Mixon and Kamara. Give me Mixon-Kamara all day is how I kind of look at that.
0: Got it. Yes. All right, Denny. Thanks for calling in. It was all, you're, our, you're our second
1: video uh, call. I love answer. it. I love this call-in feature. This is great. The video, the audio. This is awesome, <laughs> Denny. So so nice to chat with you, man. After all these years of just reading your comments, this is Now special. you know my now you know my ugly face. <laughs> <laughs> that lovely face. That beautiful mug, baby. Love it. Cheers, care, guys. Thanks hey, for coming on. It's a great new feature. Truth. I love you it. Know, it's crazy.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. That, yeah. It was awesome. I saw Denny in the thing. and I was like, well, we got to get him on. For a we got to get Denny He's on. Denny yes. Jennings.
1: Um, All right. anybody so, jumped I jumped mean, in too. We'll we'll toss you on. We might save most of them now till the now that we know it works, awesome. We might save them to the, you know, the question, the mailbag yeah, so yeah, yeah. get you out of a flow um as we're ripping here. But no, I mean great questions, timely questions so far. So good good to have them on as well.
0: All right. Um, so I agree completely with your assessment of the running backs, the tiers, where you're looking to land multiple guys in that sweet spot range. It's kind of you know similar to like the quarterback sweet spot range you're talking about, except with running backs, we're looking to spend 120-ish. On three guys it, it can get tough it can get a little pricey like i said on the espn mocks i've been doing you know i really like dalvin cook a lot i've seen him go as high as 70 i've seen kamara now much. start to yeah it's too much and i'm not willing to spend it but i mean you can see you start getting a little stressed as more and more guys that you really like that you kind of envision landing on your team go and you don't want to nickel and dime right you don't want to lose it over a buck or two but when you're starting to go 10 bucks 12 bucks more than you wanted to spend well, that's got to come from somewhere else. And then there's real repercussions for your team. But you start getting stressed because you're like, oh, there's six running backs that I'm targeting. I want three of them. And all of a sudden, like, like four of them are gone.
1: And you didn't get any of them. Exactly. You know, you know what I mean? And I think you you mentioned your nomination strategy and all that. Again, we'll get back into these tips as a overall section, but you got to feel like your draft if money's flying early. Try yeah. to get the guys you don't want nominated, whether it's you're you know, flying at running backs. Make sure you get Nick Chubb in there. If people have the tight buttholes to start and the, the money's not coming out as early, nominate the guys you want and make sure you have those two running backs. Because um, the last position you want to be in is, I think, the worst spot you can be at running back is if you miss on these guys and now suddenly you're having to overpay and people are hammering the, the balanced approach, guys. Are now stuck in this dead zone, and to me, the dead zone yeah. of running backs. Well, I, I will say this: I love Travis Etienne if he goes for twenty-three bucks. I think that. I'll
0: tell you means, this: I don't love Antonio Gibson at thirty-six.
1: No God, that's one of the worst pricings. I, two bucks cheaper than Kamara—that is just hideous. I imagine it, most people are aware of how far he's fallen this preseason, so that pricing just feels very, very outdated. Uh, but even after him, you know this—this this Jacobs and Harris and edwards like, I When they fall to around like ten and eleven in drafts, I don't mind them. But that's I I kind of have the auction equivalent of these guys going at twenty bucks as like that round is six to eight range. That I just hate these running backs. They're going for more than a lot of these receivers, like almost double than some receivers that I have as third and fourth round talents. They're going for like ten or twelve bucks. Those receivers. This is disgusting to me. Like all of these names. I mean. They they sure have like Dobbins and Dylan have a little bit of upside. I don't mind them in the dead zone, but I hope I have, you know, Sanders at 22. No, thank you. Like Singletary, I don't mind him, but 22 bucks. God, no penny 18. Like we get to Edmonds here at 13. That stands out to me. I like that price a lot. Like my third running back, if I haven't gone heavy, heavy, like I would like to get a, uh, an Edmonds at 13, a Ramondre at 12, like. This seems okay to me for sure. And I mean, then you look at like the, the side where it's like Edmonds going for four bucks and I don't buy that. Like it's not going to happen, but there's just that pocket of like 22 to $30 running backs that really feels like the dead zone. And you don't do not, you not, even if you didn't have your top two guys, I wouldn't be forcing trying to get those guys as my top. I would just say, it. I know my running backs are going to blow. Let me just load up my receivers. Hope I get some trade bait. Hope I can hit a couple of these, you know, Pollards and Edmonds and take a real zero RB approach. Um, you know Damian Pierce I do have to ultimately sh- shout that out though yeah, Dollar, no way he goes for a dollar like he's one of the biggest risers this preseason deservedly so but even 10 bucks for him I think would be an absolute steal so I love that we'll talk about cheap guys and whatnot later on in the, the stream about who we like to fill out our, our rosters with but you know Robinson Ryan Robinson two like, bucks yeah I mean D- Daryl Henderson I also really like it a dollar exactly uh you know yeah taller here even six bucks would be a nice price for him but he'll probably go in that one to two yeah, but people range have blown
0: the their money by the time these no one's like throwing daryl henderson out like is their nomination for yeah. their second or third pick like when these guys come around there's only there's a finite number of guys you know there's 16 roster spots per team 12 teams 192 guys like that just simple math there and eventually like people are out of money yeah and then these guys just kind of wash up on the shore it becomes and you just the pick them up
1: yeah, right. so we'll you talk about that, when it becomes a snake draft. Who are you trying to target? Who are you picking? But you just highlighted a few of them, you know, Brian Robinson. Um, I love Kenny Gainwell who's not in this. So, Gainwell. on this list. Kenny Gainwell, he's on my list. I know, like, you know, absolutely. And 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 the, the draft kit, the draft guide, big list of you know, round 10 through 15 sleepers, those are like the one to two dollar guys in your auctions. We also had a great show yesterday with Pat Fitzmorris of Fantasy Pros on ground Sleepers. So if you want a really in-depth conversation on those. Later round guys, it will probably go for a dollar to two. Check that show out. Check out the guide um, as well. But yeah, I, I think just to put a bow on the running back position, try to get two, maybe even three of these like thirty and up. Avoid that twenty to thirty range. It's gross. It's hideous. It's way too much. And I think receivers are cheap enough that you really can get away with at least two, if not three, of these top like round one through three running backs. Um, that you really, really just crave. I'm all about it. You're probably not going after any of the top five backs this year, right? No, just because it would ruin this plan of trying to get three or keeping the flexibility right. to maybe get three. Agreed. Um, but you keep your, your wallet open, you know, because like if Eckler is suddenly only 55 and it's going once, going twice, it's like, oh, well, fuck it. I, I love Austin Eckler. I was 56. Pretty, I thought he was going to – exactly. And once they get to – you know, I don't want to pay more than I think 60, I would say, at, at a running back. So whatever that running back ends up being – I'd much rather, again, have like 45, 45, 50 type of like three, just yeah. round two, just aces, maybe a round one guy falls to 50. That's that's my hope, my game plan here. I agree. I keep
0: my options open. I'm not looking for any of those guys, but I was in a draft recently, and it, actually it was Eckler, where I had no interest really in getting him. But, I mean, it was like $52 and it was about to go, and I was just like, Please. absolutely, You're I'm in. And I ended not. up getting, getting him for like 55, and I was like, all right, well, that was a nice, unexpected Thing that fell in my lap,
1: exactly. And you just there, you know. Well, as we'll show the blueprints, it's like okay, I might have 15 budgeted for Amon Ross, St. Brown, who I love as my wide receiver three. But if I have to cut, you know, half of that and go to Thielen, just so I could now get Eckler, like you always have these kind of contingency plans in mind as you go. Right. Absolutely,
0: you got to be able to adapt in an auction. Let's talk wide receivers, shall
1: we? Absolutely. Let me That's throw right out here. Let's get a those couple, thumbs up, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep getting those up. likes up, those shares, those retweets all that good stuff let us know questions you have we obviously we're taking those call-ins. we love but you can always hit the the mailbag as well and toss a comment in and we will hit that all for sure
0: all right let me just throw you out some of the wide receiver prices that i saw on yahoo that really jumped out at me and these are all prices in the below 20 dollar range there's Uh, guys at the top that fluctuate like quite a bit like site to site yeah but the real bargains that i saw are in the lower range. Do you want me to hit those first or do you want to I, talk about the guys at the top first?
1: I well, I was just going to say, like, I do love, you know, a lot of these players at the top, but I, I'd, I'd love you to hit your values because I think the sweet spot is right down here where I'm scrolling down to. And I bet a lot of the names you're going to shout out are uh, right here in this kind of, I consider them around like three through six receivers. You know, I consider that a big tier. So whichever ones end up going the cheapest I'm all in on. So let's hear some of those prices and I'll, I'll give you the thumbs up or thumbs down.
0: Yeah, okay. And I'll just preface this because I this is one of the – you and I see eye to eye mostly on auction strategy and how we're trying to build our team. This is one area that, that we don't see eye to eye on, which mm-hmm. is that you are very interested in like a stud-level receiver. I don't know that I am. A Justin Jefferson type, I thought you said.
1: So I have one build that I tried that okay. – like if Jefferson's going too cheap and I'm price enforcing and then suddenly he's in my lineup – I really like how it came out. My okay. favorite lineups are definitely the the running back, running back, running back build. Okay, I
0: thought that you were looking for that stud no. uh, receiver because I'm not. I'm like, not. I'm, I'm very specific. I mean, I love some of the guys sure. at the top, but they the
1: prices are completely out of whack for what they're actually worth. Let's say Cooper so, Cup. Okay, in this auction guide we wrote last year, and this is how I always approach receivers. I wrote, you know, that round four to five range of you could leave your draft and pay no more than 60 total at the entire receiver position and leave with T Higgins, Cooper cup, and Mike Williams were the three names I shouted out. I mean, I, and they were the I, three I guys that I, I left
0: my draft with.
1: Exactly. Right. Like and you, and you ended up following that advice to a T and it was absolutely perfect. I can't say I'll always hit it that perfectly, but four shots on net in this kind of range, you could offer, I bet you would get at least one wide receiver, one, a top 12 guy hovering in this $13 range and then, uh, so that's, that's how I've always approached it. It, it. We nailed it last year. And I think this year is setting up to be as good, if not even better in that round four to five, 13 to $15 range receiver. I love these guys. I think it's better. Okay. So it seems like you and I are actually much more yeah, aligned. Than it's it's the best. Because, because before like, you I'm not, your names, I, I don't keep cutting you off, but it's okay. this is the single best value bucket of fantasy drafts and snakes round four to five receivers. And especially in auctions, there's no better, like who's going to outpay their price. This bucket of receivers is by far the best. I want three of them, and they're going to maximize your your entire lineup. The single best bucket of value is these receivers we're about to talk about.
0: Yeah, man, you get those like Cup and, uh, you know, say like Devontae Adams, Debo Samuel – Jefferson, even you get, man, I want those guys out early and I want them sucking people's no. money out. Jamar yes. Chase. I saw Jamar Chase go for almost $80 in a drink. <laughs> people, people love Jamar Chase. They love him. They He's love like this the sex appeal.
1: The best, like, well, and again, one of the beauties of an auction is when two people get in like a, a dick measuring contest. A, a and pissing attention. contest? I and mean, pissing contest, exactly. Like they can't give it up. My first auction draft, it was Des Bryant and the whole room was just, egging him on. We had all 12 of us live. Oh, oh. And Des Bryant was the most expensive player in the draft by like 20 bucks, even though he was projected to be like the 20th most expensive player. And that's the stuff you love. But Jamar Chase is like the guy that could do that this year. He's sexy as hell. Just like Des used to be. Get him out there. Let people get in a, a little pissing contest and see what comes out of it. Absolutely, Truth and then that bucket, guys. that bucket
0: rolls around that you're talking about. And let me, let me, all right, give me, let me give you some numbers here.
1: Let's scroll down. These are
0: Yahoo values. Obviously, they fluctuate. I've been doing some ESPN drafts. I will tell you where uh, these are way out of line and what they were going for. Mike Williams is a $13 price tag on Yahoo. I think. Unreal. I mean, you know, Cortland Sutton 18. I think that's still a really good deal. Yeah. Allen Robinson 10. Come on. Gabe Davis nine. <laughs> Yep. Now, I will say that Gabe Davis has on ESPN has been going for more like 14 or 15. But still, still a deal. deal. Right. Still a deal. Brandon <laughs> Cooks, 14. They say he usually goes for five. I've seen yeah. him go for usually around 18 to 20 on ESPN. I was gonna uh, say he's
1: definitely like the unsector, like of all those names, like Gabe Davis, he's sexy. People are gonna want to throw their money at yeah, Brandon Robin Cooks is, uniform, great, is great, man. He is so studly at such a unsexy, like, just it's Brandon Cooks and the Texans, ew, he's going to be one of those guys that goes way under the radar and goes for way too cheap. Absolutely. Um, I'm, on I'm on Ross St. Brown. Uh, they got, got him at well. 18. He usually goes for
0: five. He usually, I've seen him go 12, 13, 14, <laughs> 12 to 14 on ESPN usually. Absolutely. Mike Thomas, 18, usually goes for around six. I've seen him yeah. going for like eight to 10. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Adam Thielen, seven bucks, although they say he usually goes for three uh rashad Another bateman I, one, rashad yeah. bateman i don't like at 16 but they say he goes for four i like him at four I'm at four uh, absolutely hunter renfro seven usually goes for about two i can attest that <laughs> that, that is correct he's in like the two to four dollar definitely
1: range. quote unquote unsexy and, and will far pay off whatever you end up paying for Yes. brandon
0: iuk eight bucks i
1: got him for a buck on espn oh, the other day. i mean that's a joke yeah right. what a <laughs> yeah. he's a milk dud even eight, yeah, the milk dud baby, eight bucks would be a steal fry you can't. Yeah.
0: So those those are some values I love how many of those are in your bucket you're talking about.
1: I think every single one of them that you <laughs> charted out there is beautiful. Really, just this entire if you're if you're watching live, if you're listening to the podcast, I get you can't see this, but this entire range, like the, the ones that really rung a bell with me is Allen Robinson at 10. I mean, that he protects as my wide receiver seven. if you got the guide, you'll see that. I absolutely am in love with Allen Robinson on this team. So I think he should be. That's again, I love the guy and why I love Jackson's tool. When I put my projections in there, he came out around 30 bucks. Like he should be going for 30 bucks. He goes for 10. Like that's one of the best discounts. Gabe Davis was right around there too. Projecting as a top 15 guy that you're getting at nine bucks. Like that would be a joke even up to, I think he was worth like 25 in my projections. He usually goes even at 15 would be of course a steal. So I love those two names. Sutton, I absolutely love as well. What's tricky for me is I really do like a lot. Like, I love AJ Brown. I love AJ
0: Brown too, but he's. Um, But if you can get AJ Brown for 31, 32, which is around where I've seen him going in ESPN, or you can get Gabe Davis for like 14.
1: And that's uh, a no brainer, right? Do I want Allen Robinson and Gabe Davis for the price of uh, AJ Brown? Yes. Okay. Give me the two guys that are just going to be absolute studs instead of the one. So that's what I was going to say is like, I don't think the the gap between Pittman and AJ Brown. It, the price gap is clearly big, about $20 difference. But these guys, these around four to five guys, I think the production is 80 to 90%, maybe even more than what you get with a Pittman and a Brown, and you're paying 20 bucks less. So I, I love, again, the three of these receivers. Robinson, you came out with Robinson, Gabe Davis, and Amon Ross, St. Brown. Like, yeah. sign me up all day. I know they're all, quote-unquote, two to three. I'll be right back. Keep all of those guys would be great. So that's when we, we look at these blueprints. I will definitely be – you'll see. I always lock in three of these guys, and then maybe I go wide receiver heavy and get an Allen Rob, you know, a a Justin Jefferson or a Cooper Cup um, up top. And you'll see a build where I do that. But either way, the the value is just too great. Uh, You really the only names. And while truth's gone, I'll highlight a couple that I don't like: DK Metcalf at twenty-two, no; Um, Amari Cooper at twenty-two, God no. Like I, I want nothing to do with either of those two guys being more expensive than any of the names we've shouted out. Even if they were five bucks cheaper, I wouldn't want those guys at all. Bring me on down to Hunter Renfro at the seven buck range, especially Brandon you at the eight dollar range. Um, give me that all day. And then there's a ton of guys you can just hammer your bench with as well. Talking about a guy that like I really do like that is probably gonna go for more than he should is George Pickens. I think the kid is going to be an absolute stud, but when you capitalize on the buzz and the buzziness of a certain name, I could see him going for quite a bit more than what he should. Um so those are just a few guys like I, if he's zero bucks, of course, I would go all in on in there. If he's five bucks, I'd go all in. But I bet you Pickens goes for like 10 to 15. Um, he'll probably go for more than IUK type of guy. Um, so I don't love him there. Christian Kirk for three, like give me that all day. The guy saw eight targets and a half in this first preseason action. Don't don't like Lockett. That's another name one. So in terms of like who you might want to toss out there, as these receivers are going to set the price and kind of get this bucket, toss out DK. Toss out DK, especially like the the sexy guy that just is not going to pay off his. Someone
0: will spend for DK.
1: Yeah, I was just saying some of the guys I don't like in this range: DK, Cooper. um, You know they're listed along there. Um, Hate Cooper. Hate Cooper. Like there's no reason to draft him. And you know maybe ultimately everybody in your league is sharp and it's like yeah, with no Watson, he's going to blow and he'll go for two, three bucks. And then it's like oh well, maybe he was a steal. But there's there's really not many prices I'd pay. Him, I'd rather have Olave for three bucks. You know, give me the so
0: you're actually hitting way into my one dollar, one to two dollar dart throw. Thing. Yeah, a lot of these guys you're naming are on that list, which I mean, it doubles. It, it's good content for, for each of those sections. they are guys that are just steals, like Olave is a great example. Jahan um, Dotson, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you can get Lazard for like two bucks
1: probably. You can get um, my, you know. my favorite sleeper of the year, Isaiah McKenzie's going. Isaiah for McKenzie's $2. like a dollar, right? He's I'm, on my list too. All in on him. He's only drafted in 13% of leagues. Like, make sure you get an Isaiah McKenzie. Jahan Dotson barely drafted. Drake Romeo London. Dubs, like, Rondale Moore, a dollar. Nico Collins. Um, do you like Do you
0: like Drake London? He goes for a buck
1: or two. Oh, I absolutely love him for a buck. I'd pay 10. I'd pay 15 for Drake Okay, 100. well, there so, you go. <laughs> if he goes for a buck. yeah, that's Our, the our point happens, is, we're making – We're the, the point
0: here is that there's an abundance of good and maybe great receivers
1: available for – a lot less money than you're going to pay at the top yeah i would say great for like 10 to 15 like you could get a legitimate top 12 guy and then these one dollar guys any one of them could be a nice viable wide receiver three at any point a, a flex a, you know even kj osborne um, yeah I, I like a lot and you brought uh, the mvp
0: of the giants training camp i think yeah he's on that
1: list. <laughs> i love it that Drake London going for a dollar though. Like it sounds insane saying that on a stream. A guy that's like an eighth to you know, seventh to eighth round pick. But that really always happens in these drafts. It does. You know, the, those seven to nine round receivers, when everybody's blown their money, you'll always see an Olave uh you know, that range go way too cheap. That at least in the drafts I've historically done, there's always receivers that are falling. So that's why I have no problem paying up huge at running back, 120, like we said, at running back. For my top three guys and coming out with you know 50 to 60 bucks at wide receiver that's that's okay with me that is more than okay with me for sure
0: yeah and that leaves you money to get a decent uh, quarterback and also a decent tight end let's talk tight ends while we're here Um, I know a guy that we both really love is Kyle Pitts love he him. has been getting pricier and pricier as the summer has gone on he started around 15 on ESPN yeah. and I was like I love him at 15 now he's like 25
1: and I still Maybe. like him at 25, honestly. Uh, I, it. I know. That's,
0: that's starting to mess with some of my other uh, stuff, you know.
1: It will make I, – i my first build I did, I was like, I love Pitts. I'm going to put Pitts in here and see how it comes out. And then I did a build without him where I punted the position and took like Everett for a dollar. And yeah. that team was a whole lot sexier. So it is tricky if he gets up to like 25 or onward, like more than some of these great receivers we're talking about. It does get tough. Um, but. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he's going in round one next year. Like he's 25 bucks and that seems gross, but next year could be going for 45. Like I, I, that's one of the ones where I don't want to pay that at receiver. Cause there's so many great options that I can get in that 10 to 20 range at tight end though. It's like, it's Kelsey and Andrew's going a little bit too much for me. They, they make it impossible yep. to get one of those um, three great running back builds. But if Pitts is just at that $20 range, I think he has every bit as much upside, especially as Mark Andrews, $15, $16 discount still keeps you that flexibility. He And there's, there's very little below him that I, other than him, you know, maybe it, I guess we're going all already into the whole position instead of just pits. But once you get rid of him, like maybe got it for eight bucks. Like I kind of like that or Knox in that like five to $8 range if they're going there, but I'd almost rather just it's pits or I'm paying a dollar and I'm just punting the position completely.
0: These guys down there on the list, you're saying uh, Goddard stuff like that. They're not. He's not going to go for eight. He's going to go for less. Like you're, he you're going to get, man. you're going to get deals on some of these guys. You'll, you'll be surprised. I bet um, you. Um, and and then there'll been. be a, people will pay like a premium for a guy like George Kittle, who I really like as a player, but who no I don't like at all at his price. You know, twenty-two bucks. No thanks.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I think this tier right here, this Goddard Knox, like Hawkinson Ertz, one of those guys will go for less than five bucks at least. Um, maybe two of them do. That's a nice sweet spot. If you miss out on a Kyle Pitts, you'll get, as you see it right up there with Andrews, but $15 discount. I'm in Dalton Schultz is a little unsexy and he might go for cheaper, but I, I saw him listed at 16. That's just like, if I'm paying 16 for Schultz, give me the extra eight bucks, get me to Pitts and let's figure it out from there. Um, so I, I love Schultz at like around seven draft pick in, in these snakes, but at 16 bucks, like more than Alan Robinson. No, I'm not doing that. So. I'd say I'd either look for like a Goddard, a Knox, you know, I don't love Hawkinson or Ertz, but if they're going for like three to four bucks after that, like, I guess I do like Fryermuth. I, I might bump them up into that other tier. You're paying a dollar for any of these other guys and you take two to three of them and just punt the position. Um, it's it's kind of how I look at that. Would you agree with that truth? <laughs> oh, truth had to run for a sec. Alrighty. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, some of my favorite punts though, like, You know at this position gerald everett for a dollar you know high touchdown upside in that amazing chargers offense Uh, austin hooper might see 120 targets in that offense um as the the number two right now because traylon burks has just been complete and utter garbage and has a great rapport according to the the repeat writers hooper does with ryan Tannehill. hunter henry probably going to catch 10 touchdowns probably going to go for a dollar hayden hurst has eight to 10 touchdown upside in that bengals offense so if you don't get pitts unless Schultz goes for cheaper than he's projected at 16 bucks, or if you can get like a Goddard or a Knox for like five, if you, if not, I'm punting the position completely. I'm going after a dollar guy, a Hooper and Everett an Irv Smith for a dollar. I know he's got his injury concerns, but that's a lot of upside
0: too. Yeah. You've thrown uh, some shade at Irv Smith for these little thumb injuries and so on.
1: I have, but for a dollar, I'll take a stab. Like that's a, <laughs> a huge upside dollar. Um, that's tough to spend a dollar better at an auction. To be honest, Higby buck, like, Plenty of these guys, you can take two, three of them even, and you know, wave a waiver wire will have some decent enough tight ends for you. If you miss out, that's why I like getting pits because it's, it's I think it's going to be a, a Kelsey Andrews style edge at $20. Uh, but if you miss out on him and Schultz goes for too much, just pump it. Get rid of him.
0: All right. Let's talk about some overpriced guys. Now, we probably
1: touched on a lot of these. Uh, I think you know, we kind of did, yeah. In, in, I the, had, in the show sheet, we kind of separated it. But ultimately, I feel like we kind of hit him as we went. Was there any names there's, we didn't toss
0: out? Well, that like- I mean, I think – I'm sure we've mentioned them all. I, one that's just the hugest overpriced there is right now is Nick Chubb. is 50 bucks on Yahoo. Yeah, um, Antonio Gibson at 36 Sanders at 22 Montgomery at 35 Those are all hugely overpriced. Running backs, of course, Josh Allen going for $36. Bucks. Uh, there's just – You can't justify it. I love Allen. I would love to have him on my team. I'd love to root for him. But, I mean, you're talking about a a price that is over double, like what Justin Herbert is. It's literally five or six times what Jalen Hurts is going for. Yeah, You you just – it doesn't make sense. It to, to pay that much money it just doesn't um obviously we talked about dk as a guy we throw out for you know i get someone to blow some money on because he's just overpriced at 22 and i i referenced george kittle just a minute ago at 22 bucks it does not make any sense to spend yeah. that for
1: george kittle and that whole list that we keep like listing write those guys down as people to nominate as you said truth like that will get people spending money and certainly the ones that have a little bit of sex appeal i really like and similar to that, Jamar Chase, like Adams, these guys, these receivers that are going to drain wallets. Like, yes, they're great players. I'm not saying either of them are going to be busts, but if they go for sixty bucks, and now you're able to sneak in, you know, Henry for fifty because wallets have been drained a bit. Like that, that top tier of receivers relative to the the prices those other guys go, that really just the gap isn't nearly enough for to warrant you know forty five bucks between Chase and Allen Robinson. Is Chase going to outscore Robinson? Yes, it's going to outscore him by forty-five dollars worth in auction. That's Allen Robinson and Kamara for Jamar Chase. If I offered you that trade, I think you'd probably hammer the Allen Robinson and uh, you. And you know Kamara I would side in a redraft at least. Obviously, Dynasty would be far, far different. Chase, you couldn't pay enough for in a Dynasty league because he's your anchor forever. Uh, but yeah, I think those are guys that are just kind of overpriced. Good, good guys to drain the wob. Trying to pull up. I know we were texting truth uh, like a, a list back and forth one day of like, uh, you know, good guys to nominate. I know we've probably just said most of them here. Um, Chubb was one. Gibson was one. Uh, Do you remember who else? I I guess we do text a shitload, so it looks like (laughs) uh, DJ Moore, definitely going to go. Oh, yeah, I always throw out DJ Moore. DeAndre Um, Swift uh, was a good one. Like That that kind of tier of running backs is the tier I love. He's probably going to go for the most expensive of that tier, and set the price, and then like in rankings, he's a lot higher. So I think he's a great one. Adams, you texted. Um, Javante Williams is another one, like very sexy, and I can see why. But as long as Melvin Gordon's there, like probably. I'm not. I'm not spending
0: off. what people have for him. Let me throw out real quick. You listed a bunch of these guys, and this is not even a complete list. But let me just throw out one to two dollar dart throws. These are yeah. guys average average prices going right now. Um, on on the Yahoo auctions, they said this is what these guys are going for. So you can get these guys in the one to two dollar range, according to Yahoo. We'll see. Uh, and it, and again, this is like this list's like half complete. Brandon Ayuk, Alan Lazard, Trey Lance, Derek Carr, Damian Pierce, Tyler Lockett, Christian Kirk, Kirk Cousins, Drake London, Brian Robinson, George Pickens, Daryl Henderson, Russell Gage, Alex Madison, Chris Olave, Daryl Williams, Jameis Winston, Kenneth Gainwell, Isaiah McKenzie, and like forty more guys.
1: Yeah. I, you know mean, I mean, you,
0: you're, you're going to get some of these guys if you want
1: them. And there's a bunch of these guys you're actively pursuing that you can get for nothing. Exactly. I, I would say there's going to be a handful of those guys, like Pickens especially, you know, way too buzzy right now. And, and stuff. very sexy, very interesting. He's going to end up going for like nine bucks. Like So that list, you know, not going to go for a dollar. But again, every draft, there is a point where these guys like fall and then nobody else has money and suddenly – could is sitting there, and you're just like, holy shit! Like, I, you know, what? maybe I can get Ayuk, and that's why I, I highly, highly recommend. As we've we've talked, we'll start getting into you know these roster constructions now. Um, I do really like the stars and scrubs approach. Like, you know, yeah. you, there's all these different. If you read an auction article, you watch videos, you'll hear people talk about balanced and uh, all this. I really think it's very suboptimal, and and the that proves it too. I listen to a great. If you like good auction content, Jack Han established to run great show. Uh, and he does like really, really high-stake drafts. Um, and we should do one someday. Truth, we got to go drive out to like New York and do one someday, or Vegas or something. I'm in. Would be, would be awesome. Uh, once we we have the money to to put that on the express card, right. you know. Don't
0: tell my wife I said I was in because we yeah, don't have a ton of money right now. But
1: yeah, <laughs> but it sounds like a lot of fun. Now the company sponsored trip will do. Okay, uh, for sure. But he he noted that like the the historical data bears it out that the stars and scrubs approaches almost always win. Of course, in like a 14-team league or like a a really deep bench where like the waiver wire is going to be absolute trash, maybe you have to adjust a little bit and you can't go fully in on just four players because then the rest of your like lineup and bench is just awful. But even then, like the builds we're going to show you are all pretty much stars and scrubs because I don't really subscribe to any other way and I don't want to sit here and waste your time or or anybody else, my time, going over a, a strategy that I just don't buy into and I think is suboptimal for you to do as well. Yeah. Don't waste our time. All righty. So let's pull it up um, again. I, I'll just hi- highlight Jackson's tool one more time. I would build the teams on here, but it, it's just not, a, I, I can't do it quite as fast um, because of how in depth and great it is. So I just made these builds today um, and how I just do it. You know, you can obviously customize it to you. I play in three receiver, uh, two running backs in a flex type leagues with a 16 team roster. So you just kind of list your positions Yeah, I'm very bad at Excel and I was able to do this. So, you know, you you set this, your total adds up to this. This is your 200 minus whatever your total is. And you just toss names in. And so, you know, I kind of budgeted my top three receivers at 45 to 50, going over what Robinson was listed at 10, Gabe was listed at nine, St. Brown was going for six. Like I just projected them all for 15. One might go for 18, one might go for 12. Ultimately, like getting into that 50, 45 to 50, at my top receiver spot, that's what most of these builds are going to show. I do have one with like, uh, you know, I tried out like a third round receiver type of guy with 33 bucks to see how that looked. I didn't need it. My kids Um, are
0: screaming. I'll be right back. Just keep rolling with this.
1: I'll go through these builds and then I can, we can always review them together. (laughs) I'll be back fast. Absolutely. Do what you got to do truth. I appreciate you being here with me. Um, So chatting those through again, um, most of these builds are going to focus on like three receivers from this kind of pocket that, High end two type of range in my in my view their draft is low end threes sometimes but high end twos. Um, In this build, it had Pitts as we talked about. I love Kyle Pitts. I think it's a big edge. I purchased him for twenty eight because I think he's going to go for more even more expensive than twenty five bucks. But twenty five, you save a few bucks, you can go a long way. Um, And Then this one, my flex ended up being another one of those fifteen ish dollar receivers. Whether that's Cooks, whether that's Godwin, whether it's Deontay Johnson, just four of those insane value wide receivers littered this lineup and I still was able to work in like $155 running back, $145 running back. So a nice round one, two kind of running back approach with then just peppering this like round four receiver range um, kind of foregoing a quote unquote third round talent for Kyle Pitts. And and that's like my third rounder. You can kind of see how these parallel with your drafts. You're just kind of, I might take two running backs at the bottom of round one and then the top of round three. I like those guys. That's why I love about auctions. Um, All these drafts you'll see, I have like $3 budgeted for my starter because I'll go to Cousins for $2, $3. Like That's fine with me. I just love the flexibility a cheap quarterback goes. Bench, as you can see in all these build stars and scrubs, all for a dollar. Any money you save along the way will allow you to control the draft late, and that's always a nice position to be in. But it does, for everybody, turn into a snake. And I trust my ability to go deep. If you listen to our sleeper episode, you buy the draft guide, you'll be able to go deep and stack your bench as well. So that was like a Kyle Pitts, Kinda. This is the most balanced build I have. Then I moved into like if I'm paying up at big running back and I'm punting tight end completely. So dollar tight end, you know, three dollar quarterback. So I'm punting those two onesie positions. And then you can see I loaded up those same three receivers. You back over there? I thought I heard you. Oh no, not quite yet. (laughs) Still uh, dealing with the situation over there. But this is uh, the three uh receivers you can see copy and paste and it doesn't again have to be just those three names you're looking at that tier of guys you always want to play the tier game so i'll I'll pull up that tier of receivers and just kind of show you how it looks in my rankings this like tier five know, 15 through 19 and even then 20 through like 27 like really 15 through 27 three of those guys is is where i find myself the sweet spot because these guys typically are going for 30 sutton falls to 18 i mean all day um but yeah you can kind of see that parallel. This is the team I really gravitate towards, though a lot like fifty-five, forty-five, forty-three. So I'm I'm paying one twenty-ish at running back, one thirty even. But I'm getting I'm leaving with a Henry and you know an Eckler, a Cook, a mixing Kamara, mixing Kamara, like three of those guys. Kamara, you're, not,
0: you're probably not getting those guys as cheap as you want.
1: Maybe not, but you said I mean, Jones was thirty-six. Kamara Jones, is 36. Jones,
0: you might get in that range. Kamara, no way. Okay.
1: I bet he ends up going for around 50 wherever he's at. And deservedly he's so. Going
0: for substantially more than that on so, the SPN mocks I'm doing.
1: And and okay, great. And that's why I wrote this little nugget right here, right? Can pay down at wide receiver three to pull the money save the money. Like if if you know Jones cost me 40 and Cook cost me 55, I'm at 95. And you know, 40 bucks is what I thought I was gonna have left for a running back, but I need six more to get to Kamara or whoever it is. Well then, okay, I'll I'll forego these kind of two, you know, wide receiver twos. Let me cut one of them to Adam Thielen, who goes for six. I was bucks. just
0: gonna say Adam Thielen, you can get who for
1: seven bucks. Really isn't far off from Saint Brown. Like maybe even better, honestly. Um, you save nine bucks and then go get it. Like and these guys will probably all go early, so you'll you'll have a sense of like how much you have left. But I love this build again. Like Stafford, A Rob, Davis, St. Brown, or Thielen, you know, Kamara, Cook, Aaron Jones. Like, would love that. Punt everything else and just horse, horse, horse. That's probably my favorite team. I know that's a lot of what you've been doing, right, Truth? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Another build, and this one would kind of go with, like, Zeke as the running back at, at the flex. I have it as 25. It probably won't be 25, but I do think there's always a running back. I've seen it, you, you know, the history of Fournette or whatnot. There's always a running back that kind of goes, like, 25, 30 bucks that – ends up being worth a, almost a first rounder. Zeke so, was
0: cheap. Uh, he was like 23, 22 early on, but his, but his price is starting to climb. Now he's more in like the 30 range. It's like people like listen listen to you as you rant on the internet about how cheap Zeke is and he just kind of <laughs> creeps up.
1: Drive the price up. So this one like kind of shows off because I do, like I mentioned, I really like Pittman and, and A.J. Brown and Keenan Allen. Like I love those guys. Um, so if I went for one of them instead of a Gabe Davis, for example, it paid up an extra 20 bucks for it. I, as I talk about, I don't like doing that, so you can kind of like hear my hesitation. But let's say I did. Let's say I, I really like the price AJ Brown was going at, and I I'm now quote unquote stuck with him. A good adjustment is now instead of having you know a uh, uh, Kamara in my flex, cut twenty bucks, and now you go down to to James Connor or Zeke, you cut fifteen bucks. Right? I paid that fifteen up at receiver. I had to sacrifice it somewhere. I still really like Connor or Zeke as a nice flex running back. Gives me you know three really good guys at the position. I can just throw darts the rest of the way there. That's why I like having three good running backs because, like, the, then you can just pull darts the rest of the way. Um, so I like that. You could even like, let's say uh, I want Chase Edmonds, I, I cut ten more bucks. Now I could go, at, you know, at tight end. Now maybe I, that pays me up to Schultz. I don't like it as I talk about it, but no, me you know, like Let's say I got a good deal on Edmonds before Connor or Zeke were nominated. Then I could um, realistically maybe pay for two really good first round talent running backs or. I, I I keep gravitating, though, towards this, like, three really good running backs, 140-ish bucks, like, pay up. Get those guys, pay 130 at the position, lock them in because the receivers are great. Um, the last build I'll show you, though, is, like, I was saying, what if I do get stuck? I get stuck with one of the best receivers in the game, Jefferson, Cup, Chase. Like, I'm price enforcing, and suddenly no one else is going. I get Jefferson at a price that's probably fair, 58 bucks, right? Great price for Jefferson, to be honest. Not really how I want to do my teams, because I think running backs are rarer and there's better values at receiver, all the stuff we've talked about. But let's say I I do have that. Well, then I could still have Allen Robinson, Gabe Davis, and I'm punting now. I go down to flex. I still have those three receivers I love, like Davis, Robinson, St. Brown. And now instead of having like a, a cook at 55, I'll really have to hope that I can get like Saquon and Aaron Jones or... Uh, Joe Mixon falls or Kamara falls for more than they should. But two of those second round guys, and now I've also got Jefferson in there. Like, I mean, that team would tell me, no, I know you don't like going receiver heavy truth, but if you had Jefferson, Allen Robinson, Gabe Davis, St. Brown, and your running backs were still Kamara and Aaron Jones, like. Oh,
0: I'd love that. You probably. I mean, like, I would <laughs> want to make sure I was building depth at running back, you know, on the bench big time. Because you know, that that's a you know, that's another reason that I love the three running back approach is you know, injury prone, you love having really three does. guys, three horses you can roll out. But yeah, I love that. I mean, starting lineup, I love that. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: So those are the four kind of you know, mocks I've done where, you know, a pits and this is like the most balanced type of approach. And as much as I like Pitts, I I do think that running back heavy one is pretty sexy. My third, you know, favorite though is that I mean, my second favorite would be getting one of those alpha receivers and trying to get two of those round two ish running backs um, and letting the rest of it kind of fall to you. I don't love, as you guys can tell, you know, the the Connor, like going from Connor, you know, mixing the Connor and and then having that upgraded receiver just didn't feel quite as right to me. It might be a little more quote unquote balanced, but I, I like going all in on three running backs and hammer it or getting an alpha and still trying to get two very, very good running backs. Low end RB ones type of deals. Those are the two builds I've really liked the most. How about you, Truth? Is there? I really, I, I definitely
0: subscribe to the three running
1: back and maybe one
0: slightly lesser guy in the flex, Um, and then cobbling together a receiving core. I don't even consider it cobbling together because there's just so much talent you can get there. Even the amounts that you have pegged to spend for these things, it's going to probably be different because you're going to be drafting live. Know that know what they're doing stuff like that. But those prices are actually a a little more than the guys are going for on these mock drafts that I've been doing. So you could actually get lucky on some of these things and end up with those guys for even less than you are planning on spending. Um, I really like having a court. This is something that you have uh, really convinced me of recently that I didn't used to buy into. Uh, I really believe in the Konami upside quarterback. Mm. Um, You've really interested me in like the Jalen Hurts guys. I don't love Lamar. I mean, I do love Lamar, but not for what people are paying for him. Right, you know what I mean. Uh, we've we've said that he's one of the most overpriced guys in fantasy for a while now. Um, we'll see if we end up being. I'm sure he's just going to stick it up our ass like <laughs> really crazy does. this year. Now that we've said that,
1: <laughs> <laughs> he really could just bet this right over. <laughs>
0: and I, I like getting a. I like getting a decent tight end. I'm usually not spending a buck on a tight end. It's I'm usually spending more like in the five to five to eight bucks range. You'd be surprised. You can get some real good guys for like for ooh, like a money. Knox or a Goddard. Yeah, or or yeah. a Schultz. I mean, like those guys are there. Yeah. And Um, and so I like spending up a little bit. I like feeling like, you know, I got one of the top six guys or something like that. And I barely spent anything for it.
1: I like that too. And that's why, you know, with these over quote unquote overestimates here, if they do go to more where they're going in mocks, like all the better, that's a great, the first place I'd probably upgrade is if I only have to pay five more bucks and I can get Jalen hurts. Like give me that upside. He's my number three quarterback. If he's only going for like eight to 12 bucks, that's well worth, you know, I'll, I'll take the cut on against St. Brown and, and go to dealing again, like, and, and save that and go to a hurts. Like that could be great. Or a uh, Goddard. I really do love If He's only going for like six bucks and I've saved some. Cause like I got all three of these guys that they just didn't go. It wasn't 45 bucks. It was 40 to get those three guys. Sweet. I'll take that five bucks instead of Gerald Everett move up to now Goddard. Like, yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. Like, those are two. I love those names you toss out. That's a great compliment to like, instead of purely punting this, if you can, strategically save a few bucks here and there right. the, the upgrades could be astronomical at those two onesie positions yeah that's a really good point thank you i agree uh, I, think, uh,
0: <laughs> I think i think uh other than that I, r- I really love this roster construct i'm looking at here and like i talked about building uh, running back depth and looks like you're looking to grab a couple of these dollar guys i love kenny
1: gainwell yeah, yeah. Love Gainwell. He's going to outscore Sanders for half the price. Like it's it's half great. the
0: price. Sanders yeah. goes for like twenty bucks. Gainwell right. goes for like a buck.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> for, yeah, exactly. Ninety nine percent discount. <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah, those are some builds. Let us know what you guys think of it. Let us know how you're going in there. If you have auction drafts, of course you can always hit us up. But you know we can look at players. We can look at prices. We can make hypotheticals. There's still always going to be some best practices that like we want to follow. We've probably talked about most of them. Through this show, but just to kind of put them all in Let's one bullet place, bullet point them though, and Let's reiterate just them. Um, down. Why Number don't we, like, one, alternate? Why don't you go with yeah. one? I'll give another, and we'll just kind of go till we we yeah. have no more bullet points.
0: Don't leave money on the table. You'll yeah. al- you'll always feel bad about it afterwards. You end an auction and you got eleven bucks. Even if you love your team, you're just kicking yourself. It's right? eleven. You're just bucks like
1: to... yeah,
0: it, it's uh, I, there, it's indefensible. And that, that generally leads into point number two, which I know that you're going to say.
1: Yeah, I, I, I just will emphasize the fact that there was, you know, th- four years ago, I, I ended up having eight bucks on the table. and put it on a defense just to like, fuck it, right. I have eight bucks. I'm going to buy an $8 defense. One, my league mates have still never let me forget about it. But two, I I wake up, you know, maybe four times a month thinking about that, just $8 that I didn't spend in an auction three years ago. So don't do it. D- just pay the extra couple bucks. And I think that's, probably what this next main point is, get your guys. If, if it's a $60 projection, but he's at 62, go to 63. You know, obviously have a cap where you're like, I just can't pay 65 bucks. I can't pay 20 bucks for this range. But be willing to spend that extra couple bucks. Don't quibble on the fact that it's a dollar more than you wanted to spend at the position. Go get the guys. You'll figure out your bench later. It'll You'll feel so much better when you finish your team and you just look at like, a top to bottom starting roster of the guys you wanted to play rather than worrying for a couple bucks. Cause you know what often happens is you end up being the guy that has more money at the end. And yeah, you have to control the draft, but somebody else is often doing the same thing. And now you're, that's again, when you get stuck with like Jacobs for 25 bucks and Gibson for 30, there's always, I've been that guy once. It was the fucking least enjoyable draft I've ever had in my life. Get your guys, especially the stars and scrubs. Just pay the money you have to to go get them.
0: Agree completely. Point number three: use tiers. We talked about this, and don't be at the end of a tier. Okay, really important. You target your guys. You want your guys, but you have to be aware of comparable guys. Like there's a group. You know, you might not get your one guy because somebody else might just have a real hard on for him and just might outbid you. But you have comparable guys. Like I really like Alvin Cook. I really like Alvin Kamara. I like Aaron Jones. I like the. You know. I'm I'm trying to snag those guys in that tier. Cook obviously is in a higher tier than them. But when when that tier starts to run out, people are usually conscious of it. And that's when prices can really start to spike. And obviously, once the tier ends, it's a real drop-off in talent. So Absolutely. be aware of that. If if five of the guys in an eight person tier have gotten sucked up, you better pay attention.
1: You better pay attention. Yeah, because you're getting those bidding wars for the last guy that everybody wants that wide receiver one tier, right? And right. like you're the last, the one left that number four probably in the rankings is going to start going for more money than who should have been number one in the rankings you should have just paid for in the first place yep see every single auction it always happens um and then the last tips i have and any more you might want to add after this just kind of revolve around nomination strategy that's the one thing that's different is you're not you know it's not a snake trap you're not picking guys so get a feel for the room is money flying around nominate some guys that you don't want that people will blow their money on or is everybody a little bit nervous sneak some players in i always like it's always weird, and I don't, never really know how to react to it. But when, like, let's say Taylor goes, and then Jefferson goes, we have these like two sixty dollars guys. Money's flying around, and then Alan Robinson gets nominated, and it's like, okay, how you much? Know, you, do you never buy- know
0: how that's gonna go.
1: You know, Kareem Hunt was a guy for us last year, and he goes for like seven bucks, and then he probably should have gone for fifteen. You know, like it, it, it's always an interesting thing. Like you can try to sneak in a guy. Like that. Like you know you really want Brandon Cooks. And nobody's gonna sit here with a full wallet and want to blow money on Brandon Cooks. So you might be able to sneak him in for four to five bucks less. It's all about feeling out the room. Maybe you get a kicker just to kind of like get a nomination out there, get a a kicker as you know. Yeah,
0: Justin Tucker always gets thrown out in our drafts like earlier than you would expect.
1: Right? Or maybe even two, because you know no one's gonna go to three. And if they go to three, then fuck them. They deserve a three dollar kick. Oh, someone will always yeah. go to three in order. <laughs> you know, toss those guys out. And that like kind of lets you sit back and see how the room's reacting before your second nomination. You're like, all right, now I know the money's flying, Chase is gonna be hot. I'm tossing them out there. So by the time a nuts workhorse gets nominated, a lot of people have drained some wallets. You know, you set the price on a tier that you're interested in in targeting, like that where Alan Robinson tier. I might nominate DK Metcalf because he's in the quote unquote tier by the rankings. I don't want him at all, but that will kind of get the price, you know, let me gauge how much I'm going to have to spend And I can adjust on the fly. And I also agree, you know, get the buzzy players out like Pickens right now. Everybody is talking about him and deservedly. So I'm not saying I don't like Pickens. I love him in round nine, 10, 11, like great pick, but he's probably the type of guy that like, he's just uh, got sex appeal to him. You throw him out there early. He's going to probably go for like 15 bucks. And the same price as Allen Robinson, when there's an eight round gap you know in in price in a stake draft so yeah. um those are a couple of the nomination strategies i'm trying to think is there any other ones i'm missing
0: i mean just to you know kind of make the poker comp just i mean i, I feel like this is this is obvious but i see it happen all the time just like you you can't go on tilt like yeah it, and it yeah. it really can happen in auctions <laughs>
1: It, it, it can get so ugly like i mentioned the des, the des Bryan example like he went for the most expensive player when he was about 20th on the board and he ended up actually paying it out like he was a really good player that year um and on that note too the the idea of price enforcing it's like yeah you don't want guys to go for cheaper than they should you want to make yeah, but you don't want to right? end
0: up with somebody you didn't want though it exactly happens.
1: and and that's my my ultimate point is it's not really worth it like you could end up tanking your build and your plan and having to adjust on the fly because Gibson was supposed to go for 25 and he's only at 11, and then you bump him up to 12, and yeah, maybe 12 on paper is a good value for Gibson, but you don't yeah, but want you him. you don't want him on You're your team. You're adjusting everything on the fly now for a guy that you don't want. That never feels good. So I try not to be that guy. I, you know, it, Unless it's an egregious thing or it's a guy that I'm like, you know what, okay, I could be okay with this guy on my roster here don't don't price and force on the guys that you just know you don't want
0: my buddy Drome ended up with a, a semi-expensive running back a couple years ago that he absolutely didn't want and i don't that's remember who it is and it was totally because he was trying to drive the price i ended up with josh gordon one time in the not that distant past for that exact reason and i was so pissed yeah <laughs> he it's screwed me so many times
1: <laughs> The waste of money and it like ruins the way you can build your bench it's just not worth it so that's that's the last tip that kind of came to mind for me is don't be the price enforcer. Like, let somebody else play that role. Really only do it if it's a guy that, like, it's a guy and a price. You're like, I would be okay with this, you right. know. I, now I don't. But even then, it's like, I I I get, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like, let's say I really want Amon Ross St. Brown, and I there's a wide receiver, three, Judy. Yeah, most people actually like Judy more than him. So I'll use him as the example. And Judy's going for two. I G- do not. I don't really like Judy that much. And but but let's say he's going too cheap. And I'm like, okay, I could get behind Judy and he goes for 15. And then Amon goes for 15 later. It's like, well, I had the guy I really wanted and I had to get cute in price and price enforced. Like, even though I don't mind him being on my team, even those scenarios, it just kind of like, it's it's cute. Don't fucking do it. Just just get your guys. You're gonna be okay. Pay the pay up for your guys. Don't make other people have to pay up if it's not someone you want. You know, that, that's how I feel about it.
0: Agree completely.
1: Sweet. You want to hit Alrighty. the, we got some questions. Got a shitload of questions, baby. I love it. Uh, so this is a perfect time too. If you wanted to do the call in, we already had two, it worked out. So you love to see that. Um, so if you want to get your face on or you just want, you don't even have to put, you don't have to have the, uh, the camera on. You guys are welcome to uh, just do audio as well. Put a picture um, for that too. So that link is at the top, but let us know what uh, questions you guys have about auctions, about your fantasy leagues coming up. Cause we know it's that time of the year.
0: Or Pint Dylan says, what's up fellas opinion on Dobbins. Give me like your 32nd pitch on JK Dobbins.
1: I'm worried about the health, at least early season. I think he is a phenomenal talent. If, and when he does get healthy, I think it's the best run scheme. So Supreme talent, Supreme run scheme. you love it, but they are so committed to their committee that I think the ceiling's always a little bit capped. So at his price, like I don't have a lot of Dobbins, really any at all. Cause if I'm going running back there, I prefer Dylan and I typically have had three running backs already and I'm he goes in the same round as like Amon Ross St. Brown or like, you know, even Allen Robinson and Gabe Davis sometimes. So I, I don't have a lot of them at his price.
0: Dylan also says sleeper does have. And then he met auctions. auctions. Nice. Right.
1: And axes. Be careful. Yeah. And
0: axes. Both, both things in in plenty. Mitch Chavez how you doing guys how you doing
1: Mitch how we nice. doing Mitch I'm shocked Mitch wasn't one of the first people to try out the uh, the, the video jumping uh, on we'll get Mitch on there Mitch will now. definitely be on here for sure <laughs>
0: Jeremiah Moore says maybe one day I'll try it an auction draft you, <laughs> LOL. It, you should you should do it this year man you should just get in a public league and do it even just drafting on the computer and stuff like that against people you know, it's still really really fun it's so much fun
1: just yeah do a sample and then you'll, you'll have a taste for it you'll never be able to go back
0: that's true Seamus says hey boys Seamus we almost thought about having Seamus Seamus show up on this show. Maybe he should yeah. call
1: in Seamus fear around. You should call in. Yeah. Talk about the calling of all Collins, the most electric fan of all.
0: Shamus. He is, the, he is <laughs> the most electric fan at all. Uh, Barrett uh, Barrett says, uh, this is uh, you know, we're talking about, you know, made the incredible tool that we've been discussing the whole time. Thanks guys. Also have an answer. Any auction questions in the comments, guy. You, you know, you like listening to us. You think we know a little bit, this guy knows a ton and he may or may not still be here. So feel free to he, pick his yeah, brain. He's, he's, better, he's awesome
1: genuinely smarter than either of us by a whole lot <laughs> you know no, we have the perfect reality we points. can chat uh we have some good gut calls too but in terms of like the money and budgeting and like i mean he's a financial advisor and like like he, he works in this stuff like accounting like he, he applies those principles and it's just uh, every time i read his stuff and use his tools i am infinitely smarter so take perfect. him up on that offer
0: <laughs> mitch says it's an awesome tool he's looking forward to the guide also it was very well done last year we talked about the guide briefly now, uh, early in the earlier in the show and like i said if you weren't here an hour ago i've read it three times and uh you know i <laughs> caught a lot of grammatical errors but that's about it and fixed them all and it's the best one he's ever done thank you thank you thank you. yeah i, I think you guys will love it scott brown says jones dylan and rogers is qb what do you think i
1: Packers? I, I don't know if he's right, right, getting, right. getting that. That's the Green Bay Packers. That's who you're talking about. The Green Bay Packers, baby. Um, but I will say this. I do think the offense is going to run through the running backs. Even if they're used as receivers, those are the two best weapons. LaFleur has acknowledged that. So I really like both Jones and Dylan at their price tags. Matt,
0: no, no toe. The truth and the wolf, dynamic duo. Our guy, no yeah. toe. Good to see you. The last Probably. few streams. Good to see him popping up. Scott Brown, cheap wide Receivers. Scott Brown, I don't know. <laughs> Not really a question, but uh get it together, <laughs> Scott Brown. <laughs> cheap wide receivers. Wolf. Well, I mean cheap. Well, uh, we listed a ton of one to two dollar guys you could get cheap. If you're talking like, you know, in the 10 to 12 bucks, you can get some absolutely great receivers for cheap. And there's 40 guys for a buck you could get yeah, that you'd be happy with.
1: Exactly. I think receivers in general, much like way too cheap in, in stakes in auctions. Like that's the position you can get some quality stuff. Um my, my favorite chief receiver, if that's the question, is Isaiah McKenzie. I'll Isaiah McKenzie,
0: that's the Wolf's I'm, boy.
1: I'm all in this year.
0: Corey Wilkes, the Wolf fire.
1: The Corey fire back.
0: Yeah. Uh, Toon says, can we please have Danny live on a Sunday a.m.? I think it would be YouTube gold. I mean, probably. <laughs> we probably could.
1: Denny's only requirement to getting live on Sundays. He has to be at least five deep before we allow him in. <laughs> all right. And I don't know if you're going to have a problem with that. Cause I think we typically me, you are usually five deep by the end of the, uh, the Sunday stream, Denny. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> now Scott Brown, Jefferson or lamb Jefferson,
1: Jefferson. Yeah. It's not even close to me. My brother, Alex is all over like lamb over Jefferson. And no, 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 no way. Like if, if lamb comes even close to Jefferson, what Jefferson already has done, that'd be great. Jefferson out in the cup roll. Like, I love jo- Justin Jefferson. Love.
0: Dan said I traded Amon-Ra and Lockett for DJ Moore. Win or loss.
1: Hmm. I'm not a I'm not a uh, DJ Moore guy, so honestly, I I think Amon-Ra is I like Amon-Ra the best.
0: I mean, Amon. if you look at if you look at what these guys would be going for in an auction, DJ Moore's price is more than those two guys combined, yeah. but I don't but I don't agree with it. I
1: think most people would tell you you won. Like I people loved DJ Moore. I just never have and and honestly it hasn't really burned me yet. So
0: Right. <laughs> not loving him hasn't burned me either. No. Jeremiah Moore, how do you feel about Jones when I've read he might have a
1: 50% snap share with Dylan? It does lessen it a little bit. The fact that he was like going ahead of Kamara who's every down horse should not be happening anymore. Um that being said, he's so efficient on his touches and I think you know the snap share, I, I don't buy that in the sense because I think he'll be on the field a lot together. Like, we'll come to the backfield and Jones will go to the slot because they really don't have anybody else out wide. He had a the most targets share per game, Aaron Jones did, when Devontae Adams was out the last two years. And he had, I think he averaged, like, 11 targets a game or something crazy. Yeah. He averaged 26 fantasy points a game in games without Devontae Adams. So, like, he becomes their kind of Kamara. To me, it's the closest we're going to get to – ingram kabar of like four years ago when both guys were top 12 backs like this is very similar in my opinion
0: jeremiah then also says a rob sutton and gabe davis would be a killer trio it would be and that's attainable man
1: i mean 10 18 and 9 bucks according to the auction values that's less than one like a.j brown almost like so yeah it's very attainable i'm all in on that trio sutton is like We didn't talk about Sutton enough today, like 18 bucks for him. I know he's a little more than a Robin Davis, but the go-to guy for Russ, he's going to feast. Then Scott Brown,
0: Marquise Brown, cheap. Cheap.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. Scott Brown, Uh, I I love the comments and interaction, but I can't really make sense of what you're trying to get across today.
0: uh, Snowy Mountain Farms. I know this guy, actually. Do you? He's been tuning yeah. in a lot. Yeah, I know him. He's in my league, so he's going to know everything that I'm interested in. As far as <laughs> he's, he's been
1: a very loyal
0: Wolfpack member. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's a guy. I've known this guy for like over 40 years. Hopefully,
1: he's not going uh, on any cruises anytime soon.
0: No, no, he's not that guy. <laughs> he knows that guy, though. <laughs> uh, Snowy Mountain Farms. I haven't done too many auctions, but I'd say it's best to let the draft come to you. Last year, I targeted a few players too hard, and my team <laughs> ended up sucking. Yeah. <laughs> then he yeah. also says ESPN has
1: Andrews at number one tight end for 44 bucks. I wouldn't pay it. No, no me way either. I think this is a good philosophy, Snowy, though. Like I, I think even snake drafts, like every draft is a leave, living, breathing organism. We always say that auctions far more than even a snake draft because every single second you're on. So it's good to have a, a general game plan, though. I would say like it's not a good thing to have too many players where you're like, I have to get this guy and I'm going to pay whatever price it takes. That's not a good strategy. But to say, I know I want a tier you know, one and two running back, I want at least one in those top two tiers, and I, I need to have a second by the end of tier four. And then you can kind of be flexible with, it doesn't matter which guy it necessarily is, whatever good values in there, um, let it kind of flow to you. Now, of course, if like all running backs are going for 15 more bucks than you want to pay, then you zag and you get receivers because eventually something breaks like it, it right, everything can't power. keep
0: going for 15 bucks more than it's supposed to no. because there's a finite amount of money you no. just got to pay attention
1: right exactly so
0: it's i agree with more. that yeah you don't want to get stuck on a player like you know i love Allen robinson i mean you know there's multiple people in my league that are like that know i love Allen robinson and i'm sure they'll just try to bid me up on it and there's a price i won't pay for him and, I, and yeah. i'll you know i'll pick up somebody else who i consider like in the same bucket and kind, i you get know? brandon
1: cooks for eight dollars less than he went right and, because you know. somebody
0: was a dick and just tried to <laughs> drive me yeah. up on like my prices
1: yep I mean, it's got to be
0: hell for you in your league because i mean you know you probably you probably got 12 people in your league and they probably all
1: are rsj they are all gonna watch this before our draft i promise you that so
0: fuzz fuzz leaguers good this is see. why we should do a roto street <laughs> just like one year auction league because I mean, we all have exactly the same information. (laughs) Like we just have this one pool of knowledge that we all dip into and it would just be really fun to watch us in an auction, just kind of trying to play chess with each other, but it just devolving into just shit. Like Especially early.
1: if we could get everyone together, I know that's tough. I would, to
0: I, I would absolutely do it if there was an RSJ
1: auction. Like we no could, question. Like, about even it. come out to you and go to the casino and get a room yeah, or something. Even you know? freaking like, better. <laughs> we got to make that happen. I don't know but if this summer was probably probably lost too much time this summer to do it live at least. But yeah. Well, we
0: should do one online then, at the very least. It could be low stakes even, but we yeah. should absolutely do an in-person <laughs> Road Street Journal auction draft next year at the latest.
1: Absolutely. And yeah. I
0: will definitely make myself available. To it. Right. To me too. All right, Chris says, damn, I'm late.
1: He's been a regular. <laughs> I love seeing Chris show up to every show. He's a fantasy legend here. I love it.
0: Marco said, hey, I was offered Keenan Allen, Kelsey, and Madison for Jefferson and Schultz in a full PPR. That's close. Should I accept?
1: I. That is really, really tough. Oh, uh, man. I, I don't know if Madison really moves much. Madison li- do doesn't like move Madison
0: the needle, but, man, Kelsey,
1: Keenan Allen. It's nice. It's real nice. I I think Jefferson's just, like, that next level of dude, though. And I think he might set some records this year. So, as much as I do like Keenan, too, I would be – there is a cliff coming for Keenan. He's getting old. He's getting at that that age. And if this is the year and you just got rid of Jefferson and he goes for 2,000 receiving yards, like, you're going to be kicking yourself pretty hard. So, I'd stay put. I like Schultz enough, especially in full PPR, that I'd probably hang tight. It's really close, though. That's, like, a very – that's a very tough one to say no to. I'll tell you that. I agree I with
0: no. you. I think it's very tough. I'm probably sticking with Jefferson, best player in the trade, and yeah. and just and on on the on the up and up. You know, he's he's going this way.
1: Yeah. Alan and Kelsey are both a risk to drop off. They're both a little bit older, so like even if one of they them, are, them are but off, I see
0: the I see the appeal though.
1: I see I really the appeal, don't. but there's there's more downside to that side of it. Whereas your two guys are pretty locked in.
0: Brian Martinez says Mixon is still going to be undervalued this year always. for whatever reason. I like targeting him in auction for sure. Yeah, he's one of the guys that uh, that I always look at. I, I put him in that same tier. There's maybe a couple guys I'd like more, but I'm very happy if I end up with Mixon. Uh,
1: if he goes for anything under 50 bucks, all in. Like I know he's right around that. He's
0: right around there,
1: yeah. Uh, he's, he's another guy similar to Henry. Everyone seems to hate, and it's like, okay. <laughs> I'll well, take him at a discount, please. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <there's>, I mean <laughs> – why hate him? What did
1: he do? Like punch, punch, punch a woman it. in the face or something? The running – that that's very hateable. But in terms of <laughs> fantasy output, running back four now gets a better line. And tell me – No, you're I – mean. look,
0: and I'm willing to take him. It's just funny when you're like, I don't get why people hate him. It's like I get why people hate him.
1: We <laughs> <laughs> have a very narrow lens here, That yeah, We're not judging character. Just fantasy value. No, but I mean that seeps
0: into some of this shit. It does. Like, yeah. I mean there's guys I don't want. And for some – enough Watson time has passed Browns. with Mixon now where I'm willing to have him. You know? Yeah. Uh Chris Thomason, did you see where Etienne is the week one back? I could see it being a Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara type deal where
1: the Jags just have no choice but to keep Etienne on the field. As long as he's the player he was in college and that translates to the pros, like, yeah, he's the most explosive playmaker they have, and it's it's not very close. Um, so I, I really do like Etienne. Um, I've warmed up to him a bit. I, I've Like I keep saying, I think you've asked about him a couple times, Chris. Like The fact that he's now falling to round four is now where I'm okay going after him. I he was $20 in an auction. Like that's very, very sexy to me. When he was going early round three, alongside some of those ace receivers and, you know, uh, ahead of a couple of workhorse backs, I, I wouldn't prefer. Um, uh, but now that he's falling, yes, I love his price.
0: Chris Thompson says Jefferson may end up having a godly
1: year. Yeah, he said he wouldn't accept it either. So we're on yeah. the same page there.
0: Uh Barrett. Jackson, we're talking about here again, love the strategy <laughs> of building out a ton of different lineup combinations like the Wolf is doing. I do, too. If you have a bunch of different options you like, one will probably happen on draft day. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I I like how you've lined it up because, you know, like you said, it's, it's fluid. It's always changing. And pretty much anything that happens is going to fall into one of those categories. And so after, you know, you've placed two or three guys, you are committed to like one or two of the builds basically
1: yep, the exactly place. and you can notice with mine too like i did have a lot of the same players but it was more the archetype of the, the tier that right. was really important there and it like most of those builds centered around three getting three of those round three through six receivers i keep yep. i cannot emphasize it enough that is where the value is this year in snakes and especially in auctions like that is the pocket of just you got to get those guys they are way underpriced
0: Brian Martinez build. I'm going for is the hero running back. I value depth and we'll save money to get guys like Elijah Moore, Pollard, Clyde. I don't like Clyde, um, Penny or Walker. They're all great values.
1: I see that. And I, you know, a very popular best ball strategy is, is the hero running back. I guess I, I don't know. I don't mind those guys. I just don't, none of them move it for me and I want to be moved. I want to, Get a little old roster bait in after I draft. So, <laughs> you know, CEH ain't doing that for me this year. Uh, no. I love the two horses. And just you, you he, fingers crossed they stay healthy.
0: Do you think CEH – what's the worst call we've ever made? Probably him because he he was so high. We had him, like, going seventh top, overall top or something. Yeah, Sixth I think top
1: overall. five even. I think we yeah. had him at five, and it was like uh, – It was the Andy Reid workhorse. We bought in, like, we bought into the the archetype and the player was just not. You think that's the
0: worst call we've ever made at Rose Street Journal?
1: I think, given the value that was attached to it, a first rounder, that was a very, very bad one. We've definitely gone in on, like, really bad players before, uh, but that was the most costly error by 100%. Remember
0: how much we loved Martavis
1: Bryant? Yeah. I still don't even regret it. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I mean, I do now. <laughs> I, that, just the sex, you know, I, I don't regret it because of the couple roster baits I got out of it. Truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I got some nights.
0: roster baits out of it. Yeah,
1: Maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a couple fun nights. A couple,
0: a couple. Uh, Jackson says, I also want to point out the Yahoo values and default values in the tool are based on a 10 team league. Wolf bumping up the prices for a 12 team league makes a lot of sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Martinez says scary Terry is cheap Mike Williams T Higgins T Higgins is not that cheap actually uh, people are scared of these guys but I'm all for taking the high risk high upside receivers
1: yeah based on the auction ones we looked at like Terry was at like 26 a little too much for me if Mike Williams was going for 13 like two Mike Williams or scary Terry T Higgins in that $30 range like T Higgins is
0: going for more than that on ESPN I'm telling you He's like 38
1: not for me and I and I like T too I, I love I'm T Higgins there's a player but like at the same price as a Pittman or a AJ Brown, like give me the the alpha, not the number two. And uh, yeah, I I love the player at his price range. It's either too inhibitive of me getting my three running backs I really want, or I, if I'm going to go with the receiver in that price range, there's just a couple of guys like AJ Brown, Pittman I like more.
0: Uh, Chris says I don't know why people sleep <laughs> on James Conner.
1: Me neither. 18 yeah. touchdowns and I regression regression. The regression police are coming for me. Oh no, like. <laughs> yeah okay You probably won't have 18 touchdowns again but they feed their running backs on the goal line
0: i think we already answered this one um yeah. snowing that in farms i traded james I connor for-
1: i don't like dj more just for the oh he's asking the chat now too he wants oh, oh, oh the chat um
0: i traded james connor for mcclaren last year it killed my team no one had wanted connor before that point but after that he really took off yeah <laughs> i love it That's great such move a, such a bitch uh, <laughs> daniel hallen would you pair lance with kittle or ayuk
1: I'm more likely to get Ayuk just because at Kittle's price, I'm usually taking receivers at that range. So I love where IU goes. Um, I mean, obviously I'd love to pair them both though. I'd love to stack it up and, and Kittle. I've seen Kittle fall to like the end of five, early six. I love him there. Um, but too early for me in most drafts.
0: He's the type of guy in an auction. It totally is going to depend when he gets put out there. Cause there's a time he could get put out there where he might command 20, 25 bucks, which is crazy. But there's also a time he might get him for like six or something like oh. that.
1: Yeah, all day on that. And
0: then I'm, ta- I'm taking, I'm all over that. Uh, Craig Sarno, what's up, boys? Finally back in fantasy mode. Let's fucking go. And then he Hell says, yeah. who would you keep? Herbert for an 11, Montgomery for a 6, Debo for a 7, Davis for a 12, Ooh. or Kittle for a 3. Absolutely not Kittle for 3. He says he can keep two, but it can't be from the same position.
1: Oh, man. What I was going to say, I, my favorites would be probably Debo and Gabe, but yeah, Herbert two. and 11. So yeah, it's Herbert for sure. Montgomery's kind of round five, six anyways. So no, no, thank you. I love the Debo for a seven. Um, as much as I love Gabe Davis, it's, that is a nice steep discount on him too. It's Herbert. and It's one of the receivers. I go, I do go Debo, like a, a mid second rounder right now. You know what you're getting. Gabe Davis speculative upside is pretty damn close to what, what Debo is. But it's it's speculative still. I, I think it's pretty good speculation. I, I couldn't be more sure on Gabe Davis. He, it, how do people not love this guy? Like, how is it a debate?
0: No, um, I agree with you completely. I It hurts me to say it, but I'm taking Herbert and Debo here.
1: Yeah, it's really tough to send Gabe back for the price. But, yeah, definitely Herbert.
0: Daniel Howland, Kittle or Schultz?
1: I keep spelling him Kettle. <laughs> I know. Kettle, Kettle or Schultz. <laughs> Speaking the English accent. Kettle. I, I go this is actually a really tricky one. In PPR, I did have Schultz come out higher in the projections, but even then, Kittle's just got that. Like, I can win you a week by myself 30 point type of game. And him. Schultz won't do that. He'll be steadier all year, but I, I go with the Kittle, just a little sexier. The Kettle. Right, we're going with Kettle. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, all
0: right, Chris Thompson, pitch on Amon Ross-A-Brown. Wolf, 30 seconds. Amon, say, I'm, I'm timing you. 30 seconds on Amon Ross-A-Brown. Go.
1: The guy put up 25 or more points in five of his last six games, was scoring more than Cooper Cup in your fantasy playoffs. Yeah, he. the targets were hurt. No. It, it, the guy is an alpha. He finally showed to the team, I can be this guy. The list of people that have averaged 25 fantasy points or you know, or more in the fantasy playoffs as a rookie – it's like him, Odell, and Randy Moss, and that's it. And then like 18 or more points is like A.J. Brown, Jefferson. Like He's among very elite company. I don't know why people can't just accept that this guy's actually fucking good.
0: All right, there you go. 30 seconds, to uh, hit it? 29 seconds.
1: Yeah.
0: Raw wow, What's your target percentage allocation goals for quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and a
1: super flex this year? That's, <sighs> that's a lot. That's try. a
0: big question.
1: I mean, I don't do a ton of super flex. I would highly recommend Raw Romp. Watch the show we did with Graham Bar- Barfield. Great superflex mind. Really picked his brain. Obviously, all the I've never done a superflex auction, but like the prices just completely flip. Suddenly right. RB ones are now QB ones. They're the most valuable commodity. I, I leave my superflex regular drafts going QB QB most of the time. So that's how I would target target it in an auction. Um, I, I can't give you much more than that, unfortunately.
0: Daniel says at work I'm trying to watch. I'll watch the playback later, but still. Throw out a thumbs up and a great show, guys. As always, thank you for doing a little of our uh, PR work for us, Daniel. That Give thumbs up thumbs does up. really Give help. Us a got like. some,
1: yeah, absolutely. Active comment section, Nate. Love it. Would appreciate that thumbs up if you haven't already hit it to continue to help us get out there.
0: And Chris says, "I have a question. Do y'all know who the Fantasy Flock is?"
1: I I've seen his stuff. I I've never like sat and watched it fully. He seems like he's got a good personality, and he's certainly got a good following. So. You know, respect to what he's built. Um, I've never talked with him or interacted with him, but, you know, he seems to be opinionated and have some stuff to back it up. So I, I love watching people grow in the space. I don't know what's your opinion of him, Chris. I, I don't watch enough of, I really don't tune into any other fantasy stuff other than like Barrett and, you know, the guys I have on. The guests are the only guys I actually tune into other than our own stuff. So I, I don't have The Flock before. Do you know who The Flock is? No, I'm old. Yeah, he does a lot of dynasty stuff. Um, He seems – I don't know. Let us know what your opinion is. Uh, He's got a good following, I'll tell you that.
0: Jackson says it probably depends on your league setting. Uh, probably prefer more slightly. Oh, this is addressing that trade uh, slightly in a typical league, but if it's a 14 or 16 team, it's different.
1: Ah, right. uh, Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Uh, we just talked about this a little bit. Kenny said, how would a super flex league affect your preferred roster build strategy? Wolf actually just touched on that. Can't yeah. decide which way I want to go. And then Snowy Mountain Farm said they did a
1: whole show the other day. On that yeah, check flex. that out. If you want super flex, I know it's not auction super flex that we talked about, but the same idea. If a first rounder is costing you 60, 55 to 60 bucks, like, I'd pay that for at least one of my QBs, if not maybe two of them. So, yeah, I, I would I'd really hammer it.
0: And then Chris says, I love the show, man. I'm glad I found y'all. Me and my we buddy have talked him. about starting one for forever now. And hey. he says, And sorry I keep bringing up Etienne. I just want him to succeed for me.
1: So, <laughs> 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 hey, speaking I, into existence, hey, speaking into existence, my man. I, you're if you're bringing him up repeatedly, it means one, you're here every time. Love that. Two, you're interacting every time. Love that. And three, he's a good player. Like, there's nothing wrong speaking into existence, baby. We love having you. Um, and yeah, hey, if you're interested in hamming it up fantasy-wise, just shoot at Roto Street Wolf a DM. We're always looking to you know, chat with new people. So hit me up, Chris.
0: Jeremiah Brown says A-Rob was the worst
1: call. I took A-Rob as my wide receiver <laughs> one last year. <laughs> he sucked last year. But I- I'm sure, Jeremiah, you've recognized at this point he's not with the Bears or Matt Nagy. He's with Stafford and McVay. So it's just a world difference. If, I-, I also understand if you can't forgive somebody after they burn you as bad as he did. He was, he was probably the worst pick you could make last year at his price. But if I guess C-Mac was (laughs) the way the injuries happened with him too. At least
0: I got a a couple good roster baits out of it. Yeah.
1: A-Rob gave you nothing last year. Not even a bait like at all. Um,
0: Not not even
1: like a dry, you know, anything. Gave you a good cry. (laughs) He gave you some tears. Um, This is one I would highly recommend you forgive though. Try to forgive and forget because this is by far the best quarterback he's played in. The one time he was in an offense that was ranked in the top twenty passing. It was I think nineteenth as Blake Bortles. Blake was Bortles, back, and he was the wide receiver six in fantasy.
0: Also, I, I know I've brought this up before. He's younger than Cooper Cup.
1: I mean, that's you, wild. I keep right. forgetting that. Like it's yeah. it's mind. Well,
0: he seems like he's like a fifteen year veteran or something. He's not. He's like twenty seven or something or twenty eight. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Daniel says, "What's the most you would bid on Gabe Davis?" At least for me, Daniel, it's impossible to actually throw out a number because it all depends on what have I gotten so far. Or what like what players been money.
1: going for? That it, it's so hard to like say that. I think I wouldn't go over twenty bucks for sure. Um, it, but it depends. I mean, if I got money to blow, I could see it. But twenty feels like the the limit.
0: It feels like the limit, but I can see a lot of scenarios where you would. It's like Gabe. <laughs> you, were, you were 24, 25, 26. I don't
1: think he's going to struggle to pay that off. I really don't. So. Right,
0: that's why you'd be willing to do it. Uh, Chris said, "I asked because I saw an Instagram reel of him saying, basically, don't draft Gabe Davis and draft Marquez Valdes." <laughs> <Ugh. laughs> All yeah, right,
1: no. uh, I an interesting really data really point. Um, yeah, uh, but Gabe Davis is very polarizing. I will say that, like, people either love him or hate him. So, what
0: <laughs> what Brown should uh should Brees Hall go in?
1: Late fourth, early fifth.
0: And the guy on the left looks like Sean McVay. That's you.
1: I've gotten that a few times. I will take it every time. That's a great man to be modeled after. I'll take it. <laughs> I've been
0: told I look like Gronk a bunch, but I don't see it.
1: You do get that a lot, and I get—I've gotten McVay. That this is like the third time, and people always disagree. Like, no, you don't. And when I say uh, I've gotten that doppelganger, like, no, you don't look anything like. No, you. you
0: look a little bit. I, I see the Mc, I see the McVay comp a little bit. There's actually a guy on The Bachelor you look like. As a bachelorette. <laughs>
1: he, <he's laughs> what a, a compliment. Yay. <laughs> he's, oh, he's, he's, he's probably going to win. All right. I'll, I look like the winner of the Bachelorette. I'll take that. That's, no, that he, sounds better to me. Right. Not, not
0: like the Bachelorette. <laughs> not you look the best like, for guy like...
1: getting drunk on the first night getting kicked off. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: This guy's gone a long way. He's made it to cool. hometowns. Okay. Uh, we're, I'm trying to bring Bachelorette back to the. There's right, a
1: yeah. guy from uh, Beverly that made it to the hometowns, right? Like Avon or something like that is his name? Yeah.
0: He's there too. Beverly guy. Yeah.
1: That's not the guy you look like. He's My black. brother said he's kind of a tool. So who knows? <laughs> Raven? He's hey, right. He graduated with him. Oh, really? Yeah. He knows him? Yeah. He knows him well. He played basketball together. Crazy
0: small yeah. world, Jeremiah Moore. Uh, Moore. I'm targeting A. Rob. I've forgiven it's him forgiven. for now.
1: <laughs> Love it, Denny
0: Jennings. Stop bringing up <laughs> Justin Jefferson every time I hear his name. I dry heave, knowing the Eagles passed on him for stone Hands Rager. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I'm surprised you don't throw up and not just dry heave. That's such a bad move.
0: Daniel says I have DK and Jefferson already. Chris says Super Bowl champ definitely looks like an NFL head coach. <laughs> you do. you So, but like NFL head coaches have changed their look like in the last, in our lifetimes, they used to I all mean, just be like old, you know,
1: old, old white men. Have, yeah, no, exactly. Kingsbury and stuff. Have you seen like the models these guys date too? Oh, Me they're or? doing, they're doing okay. <laughs> Jeez. If I look like those guys, all right. I'll Did take it. Have you seen Jared Goff's girlfriend? Yeah, insane.
0: He's he's doing well. Like and it's like really all the well. all the shit we you know losers like us give him on these podcasts and he's like oh, he <laughs> ah yeah. just he takes <laughs> it. He's like ah, oh, you got me. I'm just go.
1: QB three. He's like, Yeah, okay. You I'm gonna go back to my house. mansion
0: and uh my smoking hot girlfriend or right. wife or whatever the hell well, you talk like.
1: from your kitchen like
0: <laughs> right right you're drafting from your basement which is literally where i'm drafting well yeah I'm, exactly I'm recording. Yeah, i am, I I am in fact in the basement right now yeah it's not my parents basement it's mine <laughs> but still
1: oh it's great that's it man um yeah we've always talked about doing a, a super fan league which would be amazing it's just so it's so much to balance right now like once if and when we are full time on this, I can't wait to do a super fan league. It's just one of the things that like it ends up becoming the last league I check. And I never want to give people my like weakest attention, if you know what I mean. So it's like I'd rather just not even do it than under underdo it. You know what I mean? So I'd love to. Uh maybe even do a mock draft, like you're saying, something or a best ball, like that type of stuff. Yes. Best absolutely. ball.
0: We should we could we could find time for that. And I just want to put out there again, as really I want to throw it out there. We should do an RSJ. Online online, it could be an online auction this year. Yeah. Next year Absolutely. we have to do it in person. But we should we should move on that because that would be a lot of fun.
1: Absolutely. Well, Wolfpack, awesome stream. Hopefully, if you do auction drafts, you like that, or we got to your question. Uh, if you aren't already, please consider subscribing. I know a few new faces in the chat love to see that. Consider jumping in the uh live call in on the next show. It was great to see some people tunes in Denny Jennings, some RSJ legends testing it out today. It people worked. watching from work. absolutely. So awesome time. We'll pack again, hitting that thumbs up on your way out. If you haven't already subscribed, we continue to hammer shows. I'll be off air. I have a buddy's bachelor party this weekend. I'll leave in tomorrow for that. So I will be off air until next week. School starts next week, but you know how it is. I'll I'll be doing the streams at night. Uh, So yeah, we'll figure out some good streams to wrap up this preseason. You can always hit me up at Roto Street Wolf with any questions. RotoStreetjournal.com is where we breed and feed you fantasy wolves. Find all our rankings and whatnot. And the guide will be up at some point today. Uh, the, we got the confirmation email while we were going live that it is all set. We just have to give him the thumbs up, and it will be on. So check out roadstreetjournal.com slash uh, what 2022 guide. Probably sure. where the URL will be. Uh, so that should be up within the hour. And so if you're catching the replay of this, the guide will probably be up there for you. We'll put a link in the uh, descriptions of all these videos as well. Awesome stuff, guys. Thank you again for being here. Let's dominate those 2022 drafts. And a wolf sure. or a fantasy sheep Be the wolf. Later, Later guys. guys.
0: At least we stole the show, at least we stole the show. Straight ahead. Definitely. second effort, third effort, touchdown! That's pretty awesome. That's old-fashioned football right there, folks.